feel the heat of the game. The crunching tackles, the near misses and diving headers. Feel the drive from the sidelines. Feel the passion of your captain. Feel the celebrations. Feel the last-minute heartache. And the penalty save that changes everything. Feel the heat of the game from the comfort of your own home with OPC Energy Limited. For more information on boiler servicing and maintenance, visit opc-ltd.uk. When we played Hibs, we had to bus six players in two buses because we were told that that's the way it has to be. Three people on a 52-seater bus. Andy Walker giving his opinion. I don't think it would have been a job knowing how football works these days. And like I said, we weren't doing a conga because Scotland qualified for the Euros. Giving some downtime like we all were. And this has been a stick to beat us with, these photographs, and it's completely preposterous. The Goal Radio Football Show. With Paul Cooney, Stephen Cregan and Craig Moore. With OPC Energy Limited, the renewable energy specialists. Call 0808 17 Let's go. Go Radio Football Show Sunday afternoon. Rangers are two up against Dundee United. They're back out for the second half. And uh, Rangers will go 18 points clear of Celtic, who play tonight at Dingwall, Ross County against Celtic. Sunday night football. And we're with you all the way till six this afternoon. We're taking calls 0808 17 17 700. Rangers well out at the top in Scotland as the game gets underway Barry what are you thinking for the second half? More of the same the, the last 10 minutes of the, the first half is is what you fully expect for Rangers um, it was a slow start Paul I, I'm not making any excuses maybe Thursday night m- might come into consideration yeah. with the, the physical game it, it was and, and mentally um, maybe took a lot out of them but all credit to Dun United they, they did come and they created three or four opportunities the first half hour but when Rangers got that first goal and then the quick fire second goal um, three minutes later then it was it was all Rangers and they just need to start the way they finished um, the first half and if they do they'll uh, be convincing winners we need to congratulate wee Brendan on his win today as well well done Brendan <laughs> I'm sure he'll be listening <laughs> maybe later for those just tuned in uh, well you can listen to the podcast the podcasts are way over 400 I think we're heading for 450,000 I'm just checking with Ali uh, who are listening uh, any update there at Rangers I'll just see you but I will right, say this yeah. we're always getting our pictures taken yeah. here because we are gorgeous obviously yeah, but we need, to get, we need to get a picture of you and your gear did so that the viewers can see how much you look like Brendan Noiters today <laughs> it is uncanny isn't it What's the difference? Probably about three million a year. <laughs> uh, and the, the difference is three million. He must have about ten million then. Uh, yeah, because I know good, you've got yeah. a seven. In it. <laughs> I wish. Cy Ferry, entrepreneur, uh, is with us earlier today. I don't know. I could be called that anymore, Paul. Oh, you can. The businesses oh, are going well, with one the by podcast. One. Surely, oh, yeah. Man. Ali's in getting the picture. Brendan full length, yeah. full length. No, we need a full that length. That is full length. No, no. Watch the chins. <laughs> We're live here in Go Radio with OPC Energy Limited. Put cut yep. trousers on. <laughs> I have not. <laughs> I thought I thought flares were yeah. banned in football stadiums. <laughs> <laughs> They've lasted well, haven't they? Yeah. You're looking great, mate. Uh, <laughs> the Chelsea boots. I like the Chelsea boots. Yeah. Mm, okay, Barry Ferguson, Scythe. Who would have believed this is the way it would go? It's great fun, though, isn't it? <laughs> Who picked you? Do you yeah. pick your own clothes? Yeah, Do Mrs. Pick them? Yeah, a bit of both. Yeah. Is that right? Okay. A bit of both. Yeah. <laughs> you still do the catalogue what's wrong with the Mrs Ice Face Freeman's, you're saying, Freeman's yeah. catalogue <laughs> Lulu used to front that didn't Lulu she yeah. the business show what was yeah. the one that used to come round Avon Bing bong You know selling the Avon for a while Paul I don't know who's on the podcast this week um, this week I'll be in fact oh, but yeah. I told you I've been speaking to uh, Seamus Coleman so hopefully once this lockdown's done we're going to go down and 
and uh, and Dave Seamus. He's Fantastic. a great guy, Seamus Coleman. He came he came on trial right. at Celtic when he was a young kid. I was obviously uh, in the reserves at the time, and he he says that I terrorised him. I can't oh, remember what, oh, what a goal, goal that is. He he's been by far the best player on the pitch today. Yeah, Aribo. Um, Morelos leaves a uh, lays a ball off to him. Great touch, and I mean from twenty five yards, left hand side, right into the the, the top left hand corner of the goalkeeper. Wow, good link Even up with Morelos yeah. there. I've said that about him before, Great Fergie. Touch. I love that he 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 takes the ball under pressure, Fergie. When there's a man he up does. his backside, he still wants the ball, and he's not happy just to pop it off first. He wants to spin people. Mm. He wants to go forward and and and, and create chances and get shots. It's a great finish, that, isn't it? The keeper is absolute. He's he's wow. caught it absolute wow. flush. Um, but he's been he has been a top performer uh, today. And I, again, I was speaking in, in Friday night. I want to see more out of Kent. I want to see the same for Abel. He, he's definitely. He's got all the attributes for me. Um, he's he's good technically, both feet. Mm. He can get about the pitch. Um, and there, as I said, he's he scored a few goals this season. Want to see more of that? And what a what a strike it was to put Rangers three up. Danny, Rangers fan on the line. Danny, sorry to keep you, but you'll be happy. Three nil Rangers. Yes, yes. Good afternoon, guys. Good afternoon, right, Danny. Danny. Suitably understated there. That's the. <laughs> You're quite right, Danny. What are you thinking? Um. Barry, it's a question for Barry. Yeah. Um, hi, Barry. How you doing, Danny? Um, you previously stated the best professional you played with was Arthur Newman. Yep. Who's the best professional you played against? Oh. You, you were saying to me, Alec, right? <laughs> um, best, <laughs> best professional, best player, would you say? Best, aye, aye. Which one? Player? Best player. Yeah. Oh, that's a hard He's one. Just having a think. Yeah. It's got yeah. to be Javier. Javier and Esther. Yeah. Paul Scholes probably. Oh, I love yep. Scholes up there. Yeah. Between the three is. I, I've got to just. I think Javi just pips mm. both Iniesta and, and Paul Scholes for the simple fact is just. When you actually stand beside him in the tunnel, I just couldn't believe how small mm. he was. Who Scholes are all of them? Yep. Yeah, all of them are yeah. all small, obviously in terms of um, stature, but. Xavi had absolute everything. Um, just couldn't get near him. Just technically so gifted. Um, just everything went through mm. him. Everything. Uh, Could he tackle Xavi Fergin? Did, he, did he didn't need to tackle because he had so much awareness on the pitch. Mm. Where if you try to get near him, a split second he would be on the move. Mm. Um, so probably him. But Paul Scholes close to him. Paul Scholes was an what, unbelievable what, what player. Was Scholes just dropping off and just singing buzz of it. Yeah, he could do everything as well. Yeah, um, probably what he had over Javi was he was he could score goals. Javi never scored a, a, a lot of goals, but probably I've got to say in terms of technically ability, uh, technical ability, it's got to be Javi. What about in uh, what about in Scotland? So take away the European games that you played. Who was who was good in in Scotland that you came up against? Wow, mm-hmm. you've got him thinking, Danny. No, Sai's got me thinking Danny's alright I'm keeping Danny on Still 3-0 Rangers 51 minutes gone Remember Did you play against that Hibs team With Tomo, Bruni and that Were they, were they a good team Fergie? Yeah they were young young and uh, energy uh, that's, that's one thing uh, About that The, the time with Kevin Thompson Scott Brown Whitaker O'Connor Reardon Sproul was ones? quick as well They had Sproul yeah. didn't he? he was quick That's a good uh, Let me let me think about right, that one right, okay. That's a good question Sai. Thanks very much Danny what did you feel about Rangers the other night That performance 4-3 to come back twice to win I thought it was a, a great comeback um, But as um, Barry says I'd like to see a wee bit more 
coming through Kent mm-hmm. and Hadji. Mm-hmm. Hadji um, as well, yeah, loads of talent. Yeah, yep. Um, yeah but I, I think all the Rangers fans think the same way about Kent. I, I just think uh, Ryan Kent's got so much ability. I, I think he's got everything needed, as I says. He, he can strike the ball, cross the ball with both his left and right right foot. Um, one thing that I love about him is his he, he's work ethic's brilliant. Mm-hmm. For all the ability he's got sometimes, as we were talking about on Friday night, Si, is some of the players be- become lazy players. That's one thing I, I, about Ryan Kent. Hadji's... I, I still think there's more to come for Hadji. Technically, there's no doubting that he's got fantastic ability and he's come up with good goal, uh, some important goals over the last month or two, uh, Hadji. Do you think that's maybe why they're not as effective on the ball this year, Fergie, though, is because they are working a lot harder than, for me, working a lot harder than what they were last last year. You know, Hadji was brilliant on the ball when he came in last mm-hmm. year towards the end, but the work rate wasn't in there. Where I think he's, I think both him and Kent have flipped and they're more, more team players than they are individuals now. Yeah, well, one thing you've got to do in a Steven Gerrard team is be able to work hard. Yeah. That, that's one thing he, he, he's put on his, his team. There's a lot of ability, there's no doubt in the team, but one thing about them is. They work unbelievably hard as a, mm-hmm. a a group. See, I like that. Weekend, I see that ba- Barisic putting the cross in, and he's, get, he's getting himself in the box. I, I I think that he can do that better in terms of getting in the box and scoring more goals that way. I know he scores some great goals in terms of doing stepovers and bending in the top corner, but I think he can get more dirty goals. You know, mm-hmm. when Morelos is your only man up front, if he goes front post, Kent can't get in between the in between the posts and have score you, goals. Have you got the answer yet, Barry? For Danny? No, I've been watching no. the Rangers game. Okay, no, I've I've gave. Danny yep. Mansa, and it was Javi. Javi, yeah, but the best player, the Scottish one, so, the Scottish one, yeah. He needs to be. T- he needs to be. That was, was Sayat. Has been up. Hamish French. <laughs> <laughs> I actually never yeah. played against it. Wait, wait, Davy Bowman. Did you play against Davy Bowman? Only in reserves. Did you? Right. Mm-hmm. That's true. Did you play against any top players in reserves? Like, I'm sure Frank McAvenny says he played against you in the reserves. Is that, is that true, or is Frank? <laughs> Frank McAvenny's about 70 <laughs> I'm sure he says you were like 16 yeah. or something And he was just coming towards the end of his career And he's played in a Celtic Rangers game Oh he's in a different, he's in a different <laughs> planet I think he's got years that he won't remember too well yeah, Frank he, would tell you that too many painkillers yeah. <laughs> Alright Danny And how deep can you go into the tournament do you think In the Europa League? I, I think um, It's the luck of the draw I think I think he's got an answer for Sai. Yeah, yeah, no, question. What yeah. Uh, Danny's saying there it is mm. see in, in Europe, you need a bit of luck. Mm-hmm. You, you just need to look at the teams that are still in the in the Europa um, yep. League. Yep. Am I right saying Atletico Madrid are still? Yep, you've yep. got Ajax, yeah. um, you've got the English teams, you've Man got Man United, United you've yep. got Tottenham, mm. um, you've got Arsenal. Mm. So one thing that Rangers do need listen, they've still got to get through on Thursday night, but I'm I'm more than um positive they will get through. You just need sometimes when you're you're getting into the, the final stages, getting into the last sixteen quarter finals, semi finals, it's you need that wee bit mm. of luck to sometimes miss out in the what you would the so called top teams. Did you so, just get that fair? Did you with the, with the draw? Did you just miss out on a couple of big teams? Yeah, we did and see when you get the quarter finals, I think it was Sporting Lisbon uh, Sporting mm. Lisbon, should I say? Um, that's when you start to think. Listen, we can, we can get to the the final, but if you avoid certain teams, certain teams. Okay, Danny, thanks for calling. Thanks very much. Thank you. Cheers, Danny, Danny. Rangers fan calling. Uh, Robson has a yellow card there for a challenge on Ryan Kent. So Jamie Robson uh, gets. A, hasn't been a dirty game, has it? 
guys. Ach, no, but no. I think Dundee United in the early stages were getting were, were being physical with Rangers mm. in terms of pressing them. But I don't that's mind what that. you need to do when yeah. you go to say like you know you're not there to stand off and let, let these teams play. You're there to, to stop them playing. So Dundee, like Fergie says, the first thirty minutes Dundee United are really good, but. Just, well, what you they find collapsed a bit, Fergie, right. since that second goal went right. in, haven't they? What you find with, with some teams that go to Ibrox and Celtic Park, they don't lay a glove on mm. either team. Fair, fair um, play to Dundee United the first half hour. Mm. They were getting Rangers' faces and, and trying to make it difficult, make it uncomfy for Rangers. So you've got to give them credit. But that, that vital goal, um, it means so much getting that first goal. And once Rangers got that, as I said, they've been in um, kind of cruise control now. 3-0 for Rangers We've played uh, 57 minutes In the second half And the goals came from Yanis Hadji in 35 minutes Ryan Kent Three minutes later And then Aribo Scoring three minutes Into the second half Barry Ferguson uh, yeah. Are you asking the toughest player Or the Well give, give us both The toughest one And then the best The best I've played against Is Maravchik Oh Maravchik mm. remember, I remember being at Celtic Park The day the ball gets switched to him And he sat, sat, controlled it With his backside mm. Remember it Remember that? No. Ball gets switched over at the, ha- the, other, the other side of the pitch. Yankee's going to control it with his foot and he, he sits you know, on I the I don't know about you, Si. I never knew anything about him yeah. before Celtic signed him. Few people did, didn't they? Mm-hmm. 35 or something he was when he came, wasn't he? I think 33. he was a bit younger than that. Yeah, 33. 33 yeah. Yeah. But, but he was four, uh, four years here, wasn't he? Yeah. Fantastic. What a player. Two feet, yeah. uh, oh, mm-hmm. He was unbelievable. I remember playing an old firm game. Um, they got a corner, he crossed it with his right. We, we won the. He won the header and knocked it out for a, a corner at the opposite end. He went over and took it with his left foot. Brilliant, isn't it? Mm. It was yeah. great. He was on the programme a few weeks he ago was. with Barry mm-hmm. just after Dr Joe Venglos died and he spoke very movingly about his old gaffer and it was great to hear him and Barry having a bit of banter as well. You, yep. know, you, you know how Maravchik, you know how good he was when he played in a Martin O'Neill team and he wasn't a Martin O'Neill type mm-hmm. player. I remember Janino coming over and Janino couldn't get into a Martin O'Neill team because... Martin O'Neill didn't think he worked hard enough but Maravchik could get in it that tells you everything about how good Maravchik was the fact that he could get in that, that Martin O'Neill team that was very well set up and, and workmanlike I, Listen he was as I said when, when, when Celtic signed him I think it was for £300,000 mm. it was an absolute snap Where would he play Ferry? What position would he play in, in that Celtic team? He kind of uh, do you know what he played off a main striker he kind of got a free role yeah. he could kind of go anywhere and who would pick him up? Would that be your job to pick him up? Or would it be yeah, a but he would obviously go start up with, if it was Larson or whatever playing up top with him. Then he would he would go into areas where the centre back couldn't go. Yeah. So obviously they were communicating with you, and you were always checking your shoulder, checking left or right. Yeah. And he he was picking up some areas where it was difficult to mark, mm. um, but fantastic ability. Inter Milan are three up in the San Siro against uh, AC Milan in the derby. Two from Martinez and Lukaku scored as well. You played against him. Lukaku, yeah, yeah, yeah. We played Everton pre-season. Lukaku was an, an absolute monster, honestly. So strong. It was Lukaku, uh, Barclay, uh, Ross Barkley off him. Oh. Mm. Probably the strongest front two of all time. But uh, no, they were top players. You could tell You could tell that Lukaku was going to... I think that was just before he went to Man United, Paul, mm. but you could tell he was going to be a, a top player. Chance for Rangers, Barry. Yep, again, Aribo was driving into the box, twisting and turning, lays it back to Barisic, uh, whips a, a good cross into the back post and Morelos um, with a header. He uh, looks raging with Morelos, doesn't yep, he? He's, he's desperate for a goal. He, he's never happy. He's never happy, but I don't mind that. <laughs> yeah. Listen, he, he's got, he's got uh, standards. That's what makes him tick, isn't it? Yep, again, is. listen, he's only scored 11 goals this season. I'm saying only 11. It's still a not bad uh, return. And you always expect your number nine side to score more goals. But what he does for the team, um, he's, as we were talking about earlier on he's coming and he's link up player. He's, he's one touch layoffs is, that's one thing he's improved on this year yeah. 
Top scorers so far in the league this year Edouard on 15 goals Kevin Nisbet on 11 I see he's on the bench all the time just now since the, the transfer speculation My Ke- football can change upon it uh, Isn't it? I know yeah. yeah. Flying one minute you yep. think you're getting a move and the, now you can't even get a game for him so mm-hmm. he needs to get himself back in that team mm-hmm. and also Birmingham who you think you're going to go to a championship club they look like they're struggling Birmingham so Big time. if they yep. go down will he still get his move so Big, big few months for Kevin Nisbet Kemar Roof on 10 goals Martin Boyle uh, is on 10 He got a couple of goals yesterday Played well, man of the match probably Nicky Clark, who's playing at the moment uh, For Dundee United They're three goals down at Ibrox Nicky Clark has scored eight Along with Lewis Ferguson He came really close yesterday, your nephew uh, Morelis on seven Along with Shankland and El Yunusi uh, He scored 11 goals yep. in all competitions in all go- Yep Yeah, yeah that's just the league goals there uh-huh. Oh, Morelis yep. oh, right. See, with yep. Nisbet, Fergie yep. What, 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 do you think Hibs will put him back in? Because Boyle's on fire up front He is It's mm-hmm. it's a hard one When obviously the, the transfer didn't go through um, Boyle's come in And he's scoring goals yeah. So I, I don't see the reason why Jack Ross would want to change that And he, he looks to me If he's he's in Probably the best form in a, a long time Do you think Martin that would see, see if Nisbet doesn't play fine out at the end but he, he wouldn't then get a move in, in the summer would he? Or do you think it's in place that it'll still go through? Yeah, I, I don't think it'll go against him. Right. I don't. Listen, I ideally you would want want the, the boy to be playing. I'm sure the boy would mm-hmm. want to be playing because let, let's be honest, we the first half of the season, I mean, brilliant coming up for the championship, um, and done really well. I, I don't think it would affect clubs still being interested in him. I've mm-hmm. been honest with you, but at the end of the day, he must be frustrated sitting on the bench for the first half of the season he had because he was in he oh, was yeah. in fine form. The thing is, you can't play because Hibs are playing a three-five-two now. Boyle. Doesn't suit him to go and play to play uh, wing back, sorry, because mm-hmm. Cadden's there now and he does a defensive side better than than Boyle. So in that formation, for me, up front's the only place that Martin Boyle. That's what can I was just play. about to say. Do you know, think that's his best position? Yeah, I do. With I the do formation that Hibs play. Yeah, I do. I, I think, like you say, just let him go and run, especially with Doidge up front who wins his fair share of flick-ons. And I think Hibs are a better team with Boyle up front, Fergie's, because when Doidge and Nisbet plays, it's very much defeat all the time. Mm-hmm. Whereas Boyle gives him that other option of spinning it in behind. So. I like Big Doge He's good isn't he yep. Does the donkey work well Yep I like him it's Sometimes you've got to have players like that Yeah In your, in your team And he brings a lot to the Hibs team mm-hmm. And Josh Doig getting a goal yesterday There's so many Doigs Dodges at uh, he's one. Hibs yep. Yeah he's like one him. for the future First I goal think, I think mm-hmm. me and si, you've spoke about him on the show before mm-hmm. um, That's his first goal 18 year old He's come in um, At the team this year And Every time I've watched him I've been really impressed with him And again He's one of the players that I wouldn't be surprised that, that top clubs are, are keeping an eye on. Hibs have got a great squad just now, haven't they? It's, there's yeah. some really good players there. Yep, yep, they are. And, and I think Cadden's come in and done a real good mm. job in that, that wing-back role. That, that suits him. Gives yeah. him that Cadden. width, doesn't it? He's got the pace. Yep. Yep, so... No, Hibs have got a, a decent squad and it's going to be a, a fight for that third place. Couple of changes for Rangers. There's Scott Arfield coming on. Uh, Stephen Davis going off Scott Wright coming on Yes I think I think yeah. the reason why He's taking Stephen Davis off 60 minutes into the game 3-0 I think the game's won Stephen Davis Is that important to Rangers Get him off And, and get him wrapped in cotton wool That's how important he is So Arfield comes on To get another half hour And real interested To see how Scott Wright does mm. I, I'm, As I said When Rangers signed him Paul I've got a bonus for you I'm excited about mm. this signing yeah. I think it'll be it's got potential to be a, a right good signing and he's just got off to a flyer what a ball through to Morelos but see that there Fergie were right oh, it's a goal oh, it's see, a goal. see what it's right does there Fergie so many players would choose to play backwards or sideways their right first thought is can I turn play forward yeah. and you, he puts it in behind and Rangers get a goal for it 
You're just talking about that Dun United goalkeeper. <laughs> 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 what happened there was. I so, don't know, but what, listen, on the half turn, you just yeah. see Scott Wright getting the ball and he, he, he pings a ball through. Morelos is one on one with, with Edwards, I think it is. He plays it back to the goalkeeper and see, <laughs> he's just get it up the park. He's trying to play it back out of him. And it's um, hit off Morelos. Um, His and, 12th goal of the season in all competitions, eight in the league. Yep. Does that not frustrate you, Fergie? Goalies doing stuff like that. Just kicking the ball up the pitch. Mm. I, I, I don't get that. They're, they're so want to play it for the back. Um, sometimes when the, the defender lays it back to the goalkeeper just put your foot through it and get it 40-50 yards up the pitch um, but that's the first mistake I've seen Seagrass making yeah. uh, he's been yeah. let's be honest with you he's been exceptional for Dundee United this year but look Morelos kept falling in in the, the pass back so that's one thing about him it's easy to give up but he's followed it in and, and Seagrass has hit it off the side of him and it's went in so 4-0 up Rangers in easy street now you tipped him to score this afternoon, Morellas. You had a feeling he would. He played so well on Thursday night and he scored today. Yeah, but as I said, a lot of number yep. nines are, are judged on how many goals he scored mm. and a lot of people will, will look upon it that he's not scored as many as they'd want. But I think his all-round all general play has improved so much this season. Will he be there next year, Fergie, Well, if they get into the champ, I mean, that's where, as a player, you want to play. Be, uh, mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, it depends on it depends on who comes in. Yep, and the, the money that's yep. that's put on the table. Um, anything upwards of fifteen million, I think Rangers would mm-hmm. would have to consider because the model is now sell mo- two big players. They spoke yep. about that in yep. the AGM yep. that um, they have invested a lot into the squad. Mm-hmm. Uh, looking to the summer now, each season they might need to look at letting one or two go if if the right money comes in. So. I'm sure, listen, it's not just him I think there's four or five uh, players that um, certain teams are, are keeping an eye on at Rangers But would you know rather if, if, if I'm thinking for Rangers' point of view would you know rather lose a I would rather lose a Kamara and a Barisic than a Morelos I think, I think guys like him are so hard to replace yep. you see how different a team Rangers are when he's not in the team um, whereas if a Kamara comes out you've still got guys like oh, Arfield and oh. Arebo And he set up a great chance there for Scott Arfield was it a penalty? Yeah. It's a penalty. Yep. Imagine, see if they told you it was going to be 5 0 after 30 minutes, you wouldn't have believed it, would you? No. But no, as we say, Dundee United, I thought were excellent the first 30 <laughs> minutes, and Rangers were kind of stuck on a wee bit. But no, the most important thing is, Si, when you're going through like a game like that, is getting the goal. Yeah. And that's the most important thing. And they got it, and they've not looked back since they scored the first goal. But again, we're talking about his, his play there, Fergie Morelos, backing into Reynolds. Ball into the that's box, his game, side. And, and, and he, and he then links it to Arfield and he gets a penalty for it. That's where he's improved massively. But Mark Reynolds is, he'll not sleep at night thinking about Morelos. And that's what he yeah. does to every mm-hmm. centre half he plays against. Whether he, he plays well. He terrorises them, doesn't he? He, do, yeah. he does, Paul. He doesn't give them a minute's piece. He's constantly running them. He's constantly looking to get his body in against them. And, and centre halves must hate playing against them. Penalty. Barry, who's taking it? Barisic. Barisic uh, scored yeah. two Can fantastic p- penalties on in, in Thursday night. Uh, looked really confident when he was when he stepped him up, and I'm confident when when uh, slotting us in the back of the net. He was the coolest man in the pitch the other night, wasn't he? In Antwerp. That's one thing about him. Set pieces. He's excellent. He's got a great left foot. The only thing I would maybe label against him at times is defensively. Is he is he strong enough? Um, oh, he's missed it. And uh, I've just uh, <laughs> secretly <laughs> saved it. <laughs> It's not a great penalty for a ba- no. for Barisic, that is it? Why does he not put, put his foot through it with a left foot like that? Keeper goes down to the left, turns it past the post here. It's again side, take us through it. Yeah, it's a comfortable height for the goalie pole. Yeah. It's one that if, if he dives the right way, he's saving it. You know, I just think with his left foot the way he does, mm-hmm. I'd put my laces through it. But mm-hmm. good save for Seagrass. He's made up for his, his earlier error.
Yep. So they'll be looking for a new. I, I, I always want. I always want. I don't know what Fergie thinks, but I always want my centre forward to hit penalties. Mm-hmm. I, I like an attacking player hitting penalties. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Morels would love to have taken it as well because you know strikers they want they're so hungry for uh, the goal tally, but he's just gone but off. But it's decided yep. Yep. Like, in the yeah. dressing room. I always made sure in the dressing room that uh, before you went yeah. out in the pitch, we know who the, mm. the penalty taker is. That my pet is when a, a penalty happens and you see players arguing that <sighs> it's my my ball, it's your ball or whatever. The decisions are made in the in the dressing room, and obviously. He's he's the next in line when, when Tavernier's not in the pitch. So Stephen Gerrard will be glad to have this margin though because he's made more changes. So Defoe on now it allows him to take off Morelos. Yep. Again, Morelos played the, the full game on Thursday night after been suspended for three games and then another good sixty-five minutes um, in the bank from. So um, it's important that you, you keep your important players wrapped up and making sure that they're, they're fit and ready because the games are coming thick and fast, Paul. I'm surprised. Um, I'm surprised Balligan's still in. I think we've said what is yeah. he 35 you know if, if he is going to play in this massive game Thursday right back maybe taking him off right, Simpson's on for Hollanda uh, as well so Simpson yeah Jake Simpson yeah a, a debut yeah. for him um, be good to see him there's a, a lot of good things I think it was Sai knows somebody at, at Bournemouth says it was a, a, a real uh, top signing mm-hmm. for, for Rangers so it'll be good to see how he performs in his debut and we He's predicted got... on Friday night there'll be a new manager there we were right about that we were wrong about the manager it's not Thierry Henry it's Jonathan Woodgate I know what about yep. Jonathan so Jonathan Woodgate was asked yeah. to go on as assistant a week before the manager then gets sacked and gets offered the job how's your luck? <laughs> so I think Jason Tindall was struggling yep. defensively and he got mm-hmm. Woodgate in within a week of the manager the the club and it's by the way it's a great job for Jonathan Moody because he struggled at Bourne, uh, Middlesbrough sorry mm. he went and took Middlesbrough and never done well um, so he probably thought that that would be his last chance in management but there you go he goes and gets a good job in Bournemouth and I think he signed Jack Wilshire as well which is a, a top signing for Bournemouth so um, they, they should be in about the playoffs this year Bournemouth so you know what quick break and then we're back the Bull Radio Football Show Glasgow's newest radio station Glasgow, Lanarkshire, Renfrewshire Stirlingshire, Dumbartonshire Clackman and all the shires Barry Everyone making the switch Or many people To go radio We're on this afternoon We're on till 6 Cy Ferry, Barry Ferguson Paul Cooney And taking more of your calls And we're on tomorrow night as well The three of us over here Tuesday night It's uh, Stephen Craig In the former Northern Ireland And Motherwell legend Along with John Hartson Wednesday we're back in We'll let you know Who is going to be with us then uh, Some great guests Every night of the week Thanks for making the switch Five o'clock every night, Monday to Friday. 450,000 downloads so far. The business show was great again this morning with Hunter and Hockey. I really enjoyed it. I think they're turning it into a bit like the Go Football show, Barry. They're taking phone calls now from people. Hello, good afternoon. What's your point, caller? I think they think it, they're us. Yeah, but I'll need to listen. Um, I always listen on a Monday uh, yeah. uh, in a download. Out in um, the walk? Yep. Or the run? Or the, well, I'll not be running because my, my calf is absolutely knackered. Mm. Um, so I'll be a walk and I'll listen to the the show uh, for the guys so are they try to copy me inside I uh, think so yeah uh-huh, yeah. yeah. they're Del Boy and Rodden aren't they <laughs> they wanted to speak to you Si after the other week I loved that line you said oh big news they're skint <laughs> <laughs> did, did they want to speak to us uh-huh. I'm, I'm, yes let's, let's just should I lawyer up Paul you'll be fine so. I think me well, uh, Barry child. and Tom yeah. and us five need a uh, yeah. I think we need to get a wee business meeting, don't we? I think, <laughs> well, listen, they'll listen to you for advice. They definitely will, Si. As Rangers, it's Scott Wright coming forward. I'm happy forward. to give them any advice oh. they want on business. Promise, yeah. would you? Yeah. Rangers are still four up, 74 minutes gone at Ibrox. Rangers four, Dundee United nil. And Rangers will go on to 82 points this afternoon after 30 games. The countdown is on. Just three more wins is all they need, assuming 
Celtic win their games, but of course Celtic can't win all of the games then because they would meet each other. And if Celtic win the match, then it could go on. Si, was there a moment earlier when you thought Dundee United looked as though they might score? Were you beginning to do the math on it and the arithmetic to say, hmm, could it? Could this title go a bit further? Uh, no, I don't think so, Paul. I think it's went past that for me. All right. um, <laughs> I, I expected Rangers not to. I think we mentioned yeah. it on Friday. You expected Rangers not to be fully at it due to their their performance on Thursday night. And as I said, but this just sums Rangers up this year, Paul. But even when they've not played great, and again, I don't think they've been amazing in terms of their shape and and how they've went about. Their work defensively, but their goal has done what he's done in, in in games that that's happened and that saved them, and and what they have been able to do is grind at results. But the the way they lifted their performance after that first goal, Paul, they've been in total control after yeah. the first goal, and and worrying for Mickey Mellon is it Dundee United have, have absolutely went another way and collapsed since since Rangers went two up. They have the no leaders that have come forward. That's what that's what he's looking for, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. certainly when you go a goal down, you, you'll be looking at who's going to stand tall and still want the ball when you go a goal and mm. two goals down. And that'll be the, the thing that will disappoint Mickey Mellon. Uh, there's no doubt there's been a, a collapse since the, the first goal went in. Um, but in terms of Rangers, uh, as I just mentioned there, they've been in complete control of the second half. He's made a few changes um, to freshen it up a bit, um, but I'm loving Scott Wright. He's, he's shown a real appetite. Um, he, he got on the ball and, and showed that he wants to be part of this. He looks like he's got that. Um, he can play at the tempo that Rangers play at Fergie, didn't he? Right. Yeah. Um, even the way he presses the ball, he sprints after people. It's not a jog out to people. Mm-hmm. He gets after people, and when he gets it, he's always looking to be positive when he can. But I'm looking at him. He he knows he's got an unbelievable opportunity to play at a massive club, and he's going to grab it with both hands. That, that's what I'm getting for him. Would you could would he be a starter for you, Fergie? In see, time, see just in, in what I've seen him, he brings more at the game than than Hadji for me. Yeah. Just based on what I've seen. Listen, I think Hadji's brought a lot more since he he's come back into the team over the last month or so with some important goals. There's no doubt about that. But I, I think in time, um, he just needs a bit of bedding in Scott mm. Wright, uh, and I, I think he can become a a real important player for Rangers. I just love his appetite for the game. He's look there. He's he's. Sprinting back yeah. to, to get it he's, he's desperate to get on the ball And when he gets the ball He's trying to make things happen Yeah, But again it's a sign What Rangers have done well It's a sign when, when I first heard it I thought that's a strange A strange one with Scott Wright But then the more you think about it And how Rangers play It totally fits into their system And they get them for, for, for peanuts So it's another yep. good bit of business and That's where they've done well Still 4-0 United had some Did they have an appeal there For a penalty Harkis went down Never a penalty no, yep. Soft Dundee United are just wanting this game game to finish, don't they? Arsenal against Man City. Your prediction is going to be Man City, or is it? By the way, yeah. what a pass that is for Lauren Shanklin. Do you see that, Fergie? Mm-hmm. Outside his boot. Oh, sorry, Paul, what are you saying nope. there, Man City? Man City, who's going to win? <laughs> oh, Man City, that'll be, a, yep. that'll be a cricket score. Man City are in the groove right now. Yeah, and Man City, when they think... get playing, you can't stop them. Man City by a mile. And they're one up already. Two minutes yeah, gone, yeah. Raheem Sterling scores against Arsenal. They're, they're the best yep. team to watch. Mm. Um I mean, you just need to look at the two players that have been missing over the last month or so. Aguero and... Yeah, De Bruyne. De Bruyne. And for me, probably yeah. the best striker in the, in the league, probably the best midfielder mm. in the league, or the best player, certainly De Bruyne. And they've not missed the two of them. It just shows you how strong a squad. But they're, they're a, an absolute joy to watch. Some of the football they play. Mm. And again, one thing about them is when they lose the ball... Hunt to get it back, didn't they? Yeah, but honestly, they don't give teams a minute's peace. Mm-hmm. I, I love seeing that. That's top players. Any player watching that, that's what it takes to play at that level. But see what Fergie's saying there about the best midfielder not playing and the best centre forward playing. You can, you, you can make up for that when you're so well set up. Mm-hmm. 
And that's what Diaz and um, Stones have brought to them this year For centre-back So He's been excellent Brilliant Fergie Stones, Stones and uh, It's a right good partnership mm-hmm. I think it makes such a massive difference now in football When you've got that organisation at the back And a strong setup, You can afford to maybe miss one or two of your better players going forward Who's down? Rangers player going down there Is it Balligan? Balligan, yeah, yep. he's took a, an elbow of the, the side of the face. I, I I don't think there's anything that the boys went to try and win the ball. Um, just Balligan's took a sore one with the elbow. I don't know if he's if he's all right to continue. Mm-hmm. Um, just need to see. See on your man Arteta, Fergie. Jink he'll Jink he'll eventually get it right at Arsenal. Jink it'll take him a while, like we've said. He maybe needs about two or three years to get it the way he wants yeah, it. It's getting time. Yeah. You know what it's like at, at clubs like that. They they're demanding. To get in the Champions League, or, uh, I don't think that the fans are demanding to win the league, but mm. they need to get in that top four, or they need to win a cup. Because mm. they were always top four, weren't they? You know, yeah. if you talked about top four clubs in England or top six, as we talked about earlier in the week, it was always going to be Arsenal would be in there. Again, yep. Paul, when you had fans that would constantly criticise Arsene Wenger, but mm-hmm. what he did there was <laughs> yep. constantly get them in the top four. Euro, I think it was a record the, the amount of years he got them in at the top four. So it's not be careful what you wish for, you know, because. Arsenal true, fans were desperate to get Arsene Wenger towards the end and it just shows you that what a good manager he was as well yep. amazing manager lasted not quite as long as uh, Alec Ferguson but he was in that mould and what a team they had the Arsenal Arsenal Invincibles <laughs> the Arsenal <laughs> Arsenal Invincibles you're a bit like uh, Lee Dixon oh, how, what's that what <laughs> Look, you look a wee bit like Lee Dixon. <laughs> Lee Dixon. Oh, oh, wait. <laughs> no, he was a decent player, wasn't no, he? No, he was good. Lee I Dixon. saw him on the telly the other day. He's still, uh, he's still commentating in yeah. one of the channels. Uh, what, so, see yeah. the, the fourth goal there for me. Why, why is the goalkeeper not just putting his foot through that? Mm. Yep. That cracks me up. I can't imagine Mickey Mellon's asking him to do that. Fair easy. No, Mickey will be expecting him to put his foot through that yeah. and get it. Is it this new Fif- thing though about playing it tippy tappy at the back? Yeah, but I think everybody's getting into the the Pep Guardiola way, yep. playing out for the back. That's all right when you've got the best yep. players in the world. Sure. Oh, listen, I, I like yep. see if you play it for the back when it's on to play it for the back. Mm. Yeah, by all yeah. means, going there. But it's like when you see Motherwell. I think Ricky Lamy had someone like sixteen touches in his own box. <laughs> now, have, have, have you ever seen Ricky Lamy play? Ricky Lamy wants to defend. He doesn't want to pass the ball about in his own box, mm-hmm. and that's why I, I don't get that. Okay, as I say, if that's your your beliefs and it's on to play debt, but if it's not working, you need to change it. You know, you need to. It's the Scottish Premier League. It's no like Fergie says. You're not playing in in La Liga. You need to you need to mix the game up and go direct sometimes. Rangers will go on to 82 points as we mentioned Celtic on 64 they're up against Ross County tonight we'll speak to Rob McLean who'll be commentating on that match this evening Uh, so we'll speak to Rob just after five Ross County against Celtic we heard from Neil Lennon earlier speaking about uh, the team and looking forward to this game well I haven't played for a couple of weeks you know and they've um, sort of lost ground on the teams around them so I'm sure they'll be you know highly motivated to get some kind of positive result um and John will want to put his own stamp on things as he as he goes along. They had a good season last year. For whatever reason, they've they've struggled to find the the same sort of form as last year. So you know we've just got to look after ourselves and try and keep this run going and keep the wins going and um, keep our performances at a good level. Still four 0 Rangers. That's Celtic playing tonight. Si, you're watching a bit of Arsenal, Man City. Yeah, just on Celtic. I was going to ask Fergie yep. on Celtic yep. tonight. Uh, do you think he'll go with um, a Yeti and Edward up front, or do you think he'll? Put Christie back up there and Roderick back in the right hand side of the diamond. I think he'll go with Christie up front. Yep. Yeah, I think that works better, doesn't it? Yep, I, I do. I, l- listen, it might take him a bit of time to settle, but you don't get much time when you play with the old firm. Mm. I just a Yeti and Edward don't seem to, to click for me. So has nobody asked him what's happened to Edward and Griffiths? What's happened to that double act? 
they were together again for a while, but mm-hmm. Griffiths on the bench. Yeah, yeah, I think with that diamond pot, it's so important because it's everyone has become so central to get on the ball that you, you've got an outlet in terms of, I've said it before, going in behind. And Lee Griffiths does that brilliantly for Edward. It then frees up the space for guys like Turnbull and Edward to go and get on the ball. When I see a Yeti in that role, for some reason, he wants to come to the ball as well, which I don't understand. You know, I don't know if he, he struggles to keep up with the pace, Fergie, in terms of running behind every time Celtic get the ball, and that's why... He finds himself coming at the ball all the time. Yeah, but I just thought the other week against St. Johnson, certainly in the first half, everybody was coming to the ball. When they changed that a bit in the second half, Christie running beyond. I, I thought that that worked. That partnership mm. worked a lot better. Just with Edward and Ayeti, I just don't think it's clicking. Mm. Um, look, for me, the the best partnership. There's no doubt on papers, mm. Griffiths and, and Edward. But we're not in there every day. We don't know what's happening in terms of. Has he got a slight injury? Is he training hard enough? We don't know. See if Lenny was to keep the job for you, Jinky would go with this diamond again next season. It's working pretty well. Mm. So I'm a big believer in why change when it's working for you. Yeah. There's no need. Do, do, they, do you then go and try and get players that suit that kind of formation? Mm. That's you need to, don't do. you? Yeah. Yeah. Would you keep it, Si? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't keep no. it myself. I agree with it's worked for this group of players that he's got now. But I just, I could be totally wrong here, but I can't remember a team that's ever won things playing in a diamond. You know, I think it. Ve- I think you really need to coach a dime out of playing a dime. We done that un- under Paul Hart, and we were hopeless. I-, I hated playing there because you had to chase fullbacks for the central areas. I didn't enjoy that at all. And again, if you think James Forrest is one of your best players, he's been such an important player in terms of assists and goals. He doesn't suit playing in a diamond. So, I I, I can see it fading out at the end of the season. But in the long term. I think you need to play play with width, especially at Celtic Park and Ibrox. You need to make the, the pitch I think break. I think as a manager, you, you get a formation, then you you get players that you go and buy mm. or bring players in and sign them who can play that that formation. That that's the most important thing. You've you've got to have a a way of playing, and then if that's not working during the game, you've got to have a, another way. The old saying that a, a plan B if it's not working. Yeah. Um, but certainly the the diamond system just now. Is working for Celtic because it's the proof's in the pudding with the results I've had the last mm. last five games, five wins, um, and I don't think he'll change it. He might change it next season going forward. Who knows? All right, messages coming in to the Go Radio Football Show at Go Football Show asking about Motherwell. What's happening with them after that bad loss yesterday? Three goals they shipped against uh, St. Johnson at home. They're in 28 points on ninth position. Kilmarnock stay on 24 after losing by that one goal defeat at Aberdeen. Hamilton on 24 points and Ross County on 23 and they're playing tonight but even if it stayed like that so Ross County Hamilton Kilmarnock and Muddle they're in the mix now aren't they yeah Motherwell could get dragged in it definitely as I said if he's going to continue to play like that for now at the end of the season I fully expect Motherwell to be doing that you know again I said I appreciate he's got a set way of playing but again you need to see what the opposition do as well so if you look at St Johnston last week where he certainly got success was playing down the side of them so mm. if I'm the Motherwell manager I'm thinking especially the first 20, 20 minutes get the ball down the side of the back three in that space between the, the centre half and the wing back but they just played it at St Johnston's hand that's yep. what St Johnston want they want to go and pressure up the high up the pitch so um, I think he's going to need to change in terms of the style of play uh, if it's on to play as I've said do it but when you're doing there you also need to have that other side where you can turn it and go and, and, go and do the dirty side of the game and they came third last season I mean 2020 wasn't a good year for them most of the the best form came late 2019 for Motherwell you know the first half of the season that was stemmed stopped because of Covid and then started again but to go from third top to fourth bottom is a worry Motherwell fans what do you mm-hmm. think give us a call 0808 17 17 700 Barry about four minutes to go 
what's happening. Oh, at, in goal fact, for Dundee United. Yeah. Goal Mark for United. Mark he needs yeah. to tell his face he scored. <laughs> Deary me. Look, I, I love that. Look, Alan McGregor. Raging. Absolute not raging. I'm yep. um, not happy. Uh, it's, there it's coming up now. Shankland and McNulty. Um, and it, to be fair to him It's a good finish yeah. He's come across um, But Just not no good enough Defending wise And that's why Alan McGregor's Going absolute crazy At his, his defence You're 4-0 up You're coasting As a defender Or even a goalkeeper you don't want to concede that that goal, so just look see, at his face. Yeah, just going to say there, Fergie, Big Simpson will need to defend better than that if yeah, he's going to play at Rangers. That was a soft wee tip of the toe, dipping yeah, his toe and just go and tackle people. Yeah, get through him. Again, you don't know if he's one of these guys that have played development football these days doing at Bournemouth where they keep the ball and it's nice and pretty. Up here, you need to defend first well, He needs to foremost. learn quickly if he's yeah. going to. Look, for me, first and foremost, defend. Mm. Clear your lines. Don't take chances. And that's the reason why, as I said, Alan McGregor's gone off his head. Uh, that's only the second goal they've lost at Ibrox this season, Barry. It's incredible. Is it? Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah, today they were only one goal they'd lost. Uh, and it's that's a soft two. goal, but, yeah. but listen, it's a good finish. There's no doubt yeah. McNulty finishes yeah. it well, but listen, there's there's two instances there where you can defend better, and the Rangers have got to defend better. Yeah. Uh, you'll learn quickly because, as Fergie just said, what you'll know what is Alan McGregor screaming at him like that every mm. week. So, like, you. You need to learn quick at these at these big clubs. That's it again. Yep, they've only lost nine goals in total in the league this season, and they've only lost one match in forty. As Rangers come forward looking for goal number five, they're four-one up against Dundee United. Two minutes remaining. Is that a corner, Barry? Yep, a corner. Yep. Um, I think they've been a bit disappointed. Be obviously losing that goal. It sparked them into um, a bit of good interchange player. Arfield, Arfield's really good at that. That's where he's good for yeah, again. At excellent running about touch. the 18, 18-yard box. One touch um, round the corner, 1-2. Has a strike on goal, gets blocked. Back to Scott Wright, has another shot blocked for a corner. So see if Rangers can, can score from this Barisic corner. We're talking about Vardy earlier being, what, 34? But look at Defoe, what is he, 39? Look at the nick he's in. Yep. If you, if you look at the pit, he's the only one that tucks his shirt into his shorts. He, can do, he does everything proper, doesn't he? Uh-huh. <laughs> Just seeing that Bobby Madden, who was due to be the referee this afternoon or this evening at Ross County Dundee United, isn't. We'll bring you more on that. Not he's chucked sure. on in, Bobby. What's he doesn't fancy that trip up to Ross County. <laughs> he's, uh... he stays in, he's moved up to Elgin. Has he? He's yeah. moved up to Elgin, huh? so that's not too far. He's not East Kilbride. He was East Kilbride, yeah. but he's, uh, he's moved up to, to Elgin, Elgin for his job. Uh-huh. Something about the ease. Further away the better for me, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> the good referee. But watching Rangers then, the last uh, minute and a half plus uh, stoppage time, Rangers 4-1 victory. It's a good victory though, Barry. I mean, after you would have taken that, Stephen Jerry would have taken that at 5-3. Yeah, to three. Listen, yeah. you would take 1-0. Yep. There's no doubt after a, a midweek European game. As I said, it was a, it wasn't a great start first thirty minutes or so. But once, as I said, they got that first goal, they've been in control. Just a bit sloppy the last couple of minutes, allowing Dundee United to to get that consolation goal. But overall, I, I'm sure he'll be delighted. But see, when your team's not they're not playing well as a team, you're you're looking for individuals to stand up and go and take the game by the scruff of the neck. I think you see that quite a bit, Fergie. Somebody going take the game by the scruff of the neck. And for me, two players have done that today: McGregor in the first thirty minutes, but after that, Arebo. You know, he's, he's been won, excellent. He has it? been fair again. He's went and done it himself. It's not mm-hmm. been. He's went and took the ball under pressure. He's trying to turn people. He's trying to make things happen. That's what four shots on goal with the two assists. You know, that's what you need for Joe Rebo when when the chips are done. Rangers yep. fans, if you want to speak to Barry and Si, oh eight oh eight seventeen seventeen seven hundred. Yeah, but Rebo's definitely got all um, everything in the locker to be a, a top player. As I said, the, the one thing about him is I want to see him score more goals, get into that box, and he, he certainly done that today. He's been a standout performer for Rangers. 
along with, as I just mentioned, there, Alan McGregor in the first half, two or three very important saves. But listen, I expect that for Alan McGregor. Oh, you think he could play for another couple of years, Fergie McGregor? Yep, I would be. I'd be disappointed if um, he chose um, he, he call it quits at the end of the season. What, what I'm, I'm sure he? the manager will. will um, Thirty nine. Thirty nine. Yep. Listen, he's getting on, but he doesn't look. Mm. He still looks fresh to me. He, he's getting better with age. Mm. Does he ask you what to do? No, you know, it, 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 a, about retiring. Yeah, does he say? No, but it's a bit yeah. different from obviously a goalkeeper. There, sure. they're no running about as much. But one thing people forget is they're diving about all the time and mm. training. And he's. I know he's had problems with his back in the past, um, but the the control that now in, in terms of the. The level of training he does, but he's so important to Rangers, and I'm sure the manager will be desperate to tie him, tie him down. I know the Rangers fans would would love that, and it's great to hear him say over the last couple of weeks that two for me the most important players at Rangers, McGregor and mm. Davis, he's desperate to get that done. Here's one for Steve. He's got back problems. Tell him to start wearing pants instead of boxer shorts. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You go. So see, Listen. when I was at Swindon, uh-huh. right, I used to get epidurals because my back was killing us just to get through the season. Mm-hmm. I usually take two epidurals a season, right? So I'm in the toilet one day. This is at a night out, and I'm in the toilet getting a a wee at the the cubicle, and this guy comes and stands next to me, and uh, I'm in the toilet, and he says to me, "You get problems with your lower back, don't you?" And I said, ah, "How do you know that?" And he says, "Stop wearing boxer shorts and start." He was a back guy. He was like a yeah. a back specialist, mm-hmm. and start wearing pants. I've wore pants ever since, right? And I've never had a problem in my back. Again. I've always wore well, pants. No more you epidurals. Had a in your back? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's talking nonsense then. Yep. Have you? Oh, that throws my theory at the window then. Well, but it helped you. Yeah, it helped yeah. me, yeah. No more epidurals. Can I wear boxer shorts? Yeah. Quite, I think quite a lot of boys wear boxer oh, shorts. I'm, I'm pants. Couple of changes <laughs> towards the end. How many minutes are they adding here? Feels like a lifetime. Paul's no one is there. Feels like a lifetime. <laughs> he was dreading us asking about it. My I think kids, you're long johns. My kids are listening to this, the long johns. Rangers. <laughs> 4-1 Why fronts? Again Against United I don't even remember what they are Do you wear a vest Bob? Oh, no No <laughs> Steady Rangers 4 Dundee United 1 Arsenal are still trailing Man City To a Raheem Sterling goal In 2 minutes Leicester City beating Villa 2-1 Earlier this afternoon At Villa Park And West Ham winning 2-1 In the London Derby Against Tottenham It's all going a bit Pete Tong for Jose Mourinho Yeah it's not looking good is it? No. When, when was the last time He was successful Mourinho? Well, he's always won cups, though. No matter, he's still. It's been a while, though, hasn't it? I know he won things at Man United, right. but it, it was deemed a failure, wasn't he? Yeah, because he didn't win the the yeah. league, but he won the Europa. It's been a, it's been he? a few years since he's won a league, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. But every club he has won silverware. Why do you think that is? Why do you think he's not got that 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 thing that the, he had where he, he would yeah. go on and, and win leagues mm-hmm. anywhere he went? I mean, they started the season really well. Yeah. They were top four. Barry, what do you think, Josie? Marie- I don't know. I just don't enjoy watching. His teams, yep, yeah. His teams play. Um, I watched them to be fair midweek. Uh, they were playing the Austrian team, and he, he went with Daly Ali, mm. Gareth Bale, Song, um, and they looked they like they looked pretty decent going forward. But watched them a few times in the Premier League, and it's just really defensive. Mm. But th- that's the way that he sets his team up. Well, listening, who are we to say he's pr- probably one of the most successful managers that's ever been? Mm. Um, but I just don't enjoy. Watching Tottenham play at this moment in time. Yeah, nor do the Tottenham fans, but of course they're not there. But the Rangers fans would have loved it this afternoon if they were at Ibrook Stadium or if they're watching on Rangers TV because Rangers have won 
4-1 against Dundee United So decent win In fact more than decent win A very good delighted, win Barry yep. Delighted he, he will be just a bit concerned With the first 30 minutes um, They started a bit slow But you've got to take Into consideration what I said Paul A difficult game on Thursday night But once they got that first goal They were in complete control Certainly in the second half um, Missed a penalty as well uh, Just a bit disappointing That they conceded that goal The last five minutes um, But overall they're, uh, great three points and move on now to making sure they get through into the, the last 16 on Thursday night Kent, Hadji, Aribo, Morelos the scorers as you say Barisic missed a penalty well saved by Segrist and then McNulty scoring late for Dundee United Rangers fans what do you reckon what about this coming Thursday at Ibrox 0808 17 17 700 give us a call you can speak to Barry Ferguson Cy Ferry Paul Cooney here till 6 Celtic fans what do you think at Dingwall tonight who would be in your lineup? how would you play Celtic going for that 6 in a row for Celtic they hoped it would be 10 titles in a row but the title surely going to Rangers they've played 30 games so far this season and they have 82 points and that goal lost this afternoon was only the second loss of goals at Ibrox which is it tells you everything Si they've only lost 9 goals all season in the yeah, league that's where they've been so successful this year Paul they've built their, their team around um, having a great defensive shape again we've said that it's not just the defence you look at the midfield on Thursday night and the amount of work that they put in um, shifting across the, across the pitch to defend to help guys like Barisic in the wide areas and into Vernon in the wide areas and then you get your front three who as I've said you know work their backsides off and it's it's not rocket science Paul you know if you're well organised and, and you work hard add that on it the quality they've got on the ball and, and that's why Rangers are, are head and shoulders this year Go Radio Football Show we're back next the Bull Radio Football Show. 08, 08 17 17 700, the number you now know to call Barry Ferguson, Cy Ferry, Paul Cooney on the Go Radio Football Show. We'll speak to Rob McLean in five or ten minutes. He's uh, made the journey up to Dingwall, his hometown. He'll be commentating tonight on Celtic playing at Ross County. So will Celtic can tell you know John Hughes, he needs to get points as well down at the other end of the table. Okay. 08, 08 17, 17, 700. Barry. We'll yeah. get Rob a risotto yeah. pie. Uh, oh, oh, indeed, that's right. He doesn't like steak pies, does he? Do you get a risotto pie? He doesn't like steak pies. No, remember in New Year, they didn't. I no. couldn't believe it. Yep. Risotto pie? Is that, is that a wind up here? <laughs> I don't know if you can get a risotto pie, can you? <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't eat steak pies, does he? No, don't think so. No, there was who, no. Who doesn't like steak pie? Mm. Who was on? And they didn't want. They said, what do you do at Hugmanay? And I said, well, steak pie, isn't it? New Year. No, nobody was having it. No. Strange. It was, in fact, it was Chris Burke. Chris was having, I think, sea bream. Something what? Like that. Yeah. Sea bass. Sea bass. Yep. Sea bass. What is happening in the world? <laughs> I know. I just got mad, isn't it? How can you know? Like me. Sea bass. Anytime you use that word, it's not to do with fish, is it? No. You, you talk. <laughs> I know exactly what you're thinking. What do you hear sea bass with? Like a wee bit of potato. A wee bit of potato and stuff like that. And, not for yep. me. Does <laughs> oil lemon? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ali tells me like risotto, risotto pie is is a thing. You don't like fish? No, it's a nice fish, eh? No, we bit like of lemon sole down there at Regano. No, no I don't like fish. When's the Regano shut in it? Uh, well, everything's shut. No, but I mean it was sold, <laughs> wasn't it? It'll be opened again. I'm sure it will. It it's an institution. Be, uh, it is. I seen uh, actually yeah. I seen Rod Stewart in there. Eh? Uh-huh. I was yeah. up for my dinner one time. Me and the missus and yeah. Rod Stewart was in with his pals. What a guy. Yep, I remember. Yeah, in fact, been out the night before with him in, uh, before the Grand Prix and then he got up in the morning early flew over for the cup final and he came back for the next night out <laughs> at the Grand Prix is yeah. he a good guy? He, he, fantastic amazing mm. amazing but he just loves he, he loves he grew up a Rangers fan? I don't know 
Honestly, don't, honestly, I haven't heard that. He was on that. Um, he was on Harry Redknapp's po- podcast. I think he says he'd never, never. Really or was it his brother? His brother. His brother. Or brother. Or oh, sorry. Yeah. His brother. I mean, he is Celtic daft, doesn't he? And he's Scotland daft as well. He comes over. He goes to Regano and then he goes to Hamden or Celtic Park. So well, I'm sure he's a Celtic Scotland fan matches. because he met Jockstein. I could be wrong, but I'm sure he right. says yeah. that, and that's yeah. what, what turned him into a Celtic fan. Yeah. Jockstein, Jock Wallace, Willie Waddle, the, you know, the great names, Billy McNeil, the great history in Scottish football, John Gregg and Barry Ferguson, Henrik Larson, <laughs> <laughs> and Si, we're living the dream, you, me and him. This is it, mate. What else would you rather be doing on a Sunday? I'm uh, living the dream of you two, fine young gentlemen. <laughs> 08, 08, 17, 17, 700. We are going to take your calls in a moment or two. We're doing it a bit like Sky just now. We've got all the breaks at the same time. I think we'll go to Rob just after this, because you see it on the telly, they give you about 30 seconds of what's coming up next, then they take a quick break. But we're back, Rob, live from Dingwall in a moment. The Bull Radio Football Show. Let's go! So here's how the scoreboard looks over the weekend. Rangers beating Dundee United 4-1 this afternoon. Celtic playing shortly. Yesterday, Aberdeen beating Kilmarnock 1-0. Hibs a two-goal victory over Hamilton. Motherwell a three-goal defeat by St Johnson at Fir Park and St Mirren and Livingston 1-1. Motherwell fans, what do you reckon? What about the Ackies fans? Uh, should that have been a penalty? Should it have been an ordering off of uh, Jamie Hamilton yesterday? We don't think so. Barry says no. Sai says no. What do you think? Did it change the game? Because the Ackies were on a, a, a bit of a run. St Mirren and Livy fans. Livy fans getting ready for the cup final. I think Sai made a good point. Rob, that they're obviously they've been looking for a few weeks now towards the cup final and getting a place, and it's maybe affected them in the league. Yeah, it's a hard one to call. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm being honest, I'm just going in, in form, and certainly um, the last uh, number of weeks for me, St. Johnson, I've, I've been the form team, real impressed. Uh, even against Celtic, I thought in the first half against Celtic they were excellent, and if anything, they maybe have snatched a, a point. Um, and again, yesterday against Muddle. Um, they outplayed Muddle for the first minute to the last minute. But Livingston, as as Sai says earlier on the show, the the kind of run that David Martindale was on, it's a kind of fairy tale. Um, so it's yep. one game I'm actually going to be looking forward to. I think it'll be a good, a real good watch, and I th- I'm sure both teams, I'll go for it and try and win it. You think uh, you think experience coming at Fergie? You think St Johnston guys like Craig Bryson have played in finals? Conway's played in Scottish Cup finals. Um, who's the other one I was thinking Murray Davidson's won the Scottish Cup do you, you think that plays a part? But it'll be interesting because we don't know they don't play week in week out yeah. so it'll be interesting to see what, what, what? team Callum Davidson puts out because if you look at the St Johnson squad as a whole they've got um, a good mixture of experienced and, mm. and, and youth players so it'll be interesting but again I, I think it'll be a real good game two teams that are, are uh, I'll be absolutely delighted they're in a, a, a cup final and over 90 minutes it's going to be a, a close one I just fancy St Johnson let's hope the cup final commentator is the best in the country Si what do you think does that tear us oh, up now he'll be getting it he'll get, he gets all the big gigs doesn't he here he is he's in Dingwall he's beloved Dingwall tonight for Ross County against Celtic good evening Rob McLean good evening gentlemen how are we alright Rob good thanks Rob I say beloved because that's your you're back in your hometown yeah, I know my, my actually when I come up the A nine my accent changes. <laughs> the time I get to Manus, I start saying right enough and, and things like that. And uh, yeah, back yeah. back back to my roots. I'm, How's your statue I'm looking? Manus, and then, sorry. How's your statue looking up there? My what? Oh, your statue? statue? Uh, have you not got a statue up there? Uh, Finest uh, son. It's only a matter. Of, it's only a matter of time, sorry, but <laughs> I think uh, it's uh, it's not it's not quite being constructed as we speak. They've not got the hair right on the statue, that's what the problem is. 
Rob, it's the strangest kickoff time, isn't it? You and I were saying earlier. Um, I can't remember a Sunday night match. No, no, no it's, it's it's weird because I was kind of felt I was kicking about today before I jumped in the car and came up. Um, yeah, I mean we're used to you know Sunday lunchtime, Sunday afternoon, but I can't really recall one at half seven on a on a Sunday night. So, Rob, we're hearing that Bobby Madden, the referee, uh, has withdrawn from the match. We don't know why. We hope that Bobby's OK. And the fourth official, David Monroe, is going to be in charge tonight. I don't know if you've heard anything about that yet. I know you're not yet in the ground. Uh, what are you thinking about tonight's match? This should have been a time when Celtic would be going head-to-head with Rangers. We'd be building up to the, the old firm match on the 21st of March. Yeah. But Rangers now 18 points clear. Yeah, I mean another amazing scoreline, isn't it? They just, they just keep they just keep marching on this unbeaten run, scoring goals, not conceding very many. I mean it, it, they're still single figures in the Premiership. They've played 30 games and still single figures in terms of the goals they've conceded. And you know it, uh, any any thoughts that Celtic had of chipping away at that at the 15 points? Well, you know they now have to win to get it back to 15 again. And I, I, they weren't too impressive. I watched them against Aberdeen in the midweek. Uh, they were good first half, scored a good goal, uh, kind of lost their way a bit second half. Aberdeen got at them. Um, and that'll maybe just give John Hughes a little bit of, of hope for, for tonight. I just wonder um, whether, whether Ross County might be able to get something. They might have seen something in that midweek game that they might be able to, to get at Celtic. There's, there's still a soft centre uh, to their defensive setup, I think. Uh, Ross County's problem, of course, is is keeping goals out at the other end. I mean, um, you know, really strong. They struggle from set pieces. I, think, I heard John Hughes saying that in his, t- he's been in for 10 games now. They've conceded 18 goals. And I think most of them have had him tearing his hair out. Yeah, Rob, I was going to ask you, do you think Ross County, nothing to lose, they'll go for Celtic tonight? Well, I'm not, I'm not sure go, going for it. I'm not sure they're equipped. Uh, Barry to be to, to be to go for it full out. I mean, they'll have to. Uh, th- there'll be a containment aspect to the team. But I, I, again, I heard John Hughes saying that he's had the same shape since he's come in. He's kept it pretty simple. He's had to chop and change in terms of players, so he's kept the same system all the way through. Uh, ten games so far, ten points. He, you know, he hasn't he hasn't made a massive difference to their to their league position. Uh, I mean, confidence has got to be an issue at this stage of the season. The Celtic team, when you look at it on the team sheet, can be pretty pretty scary. Uh, but, but they need to start picking up points. I was looking at the games they have to come, but every game is the same really for Ross County at the moment. They're just every, and every point is precious for them. Um, you know, can they get something out of this one? I, I think they've maybe got a wee chance of getting a, getting a draw tonight. Rob, uh... I noticed that Jordan White and Mackay played the last game. I, I really like Ollie Shaw. Uh, is there any chance that he'll come back yeah. into the team tonight? Yeah, I, th- I think there is. Uh, I mean, White and Mackay, of course, gave us th- those great headlines mm. uh, from a few weeks back. But Cheers. I, Ollie Shaw's got eight, eight goals in, in pretty quick time. Uh, you know, he looked a really promising player at Hibs, kind of lost his way, maybe didn't get as many chances as he as he should have done. But when he, you know, when he's played, he, he has scored recently for Ross County. I think you're right, so I think I think he will come back in, and, and I think he's one reason uh, for Ross County to be optimistic that they can get a goal or two tonight, and, and maybe just maybe just get something out of this. And of course, the three teams above them have all lost over the course of the weekend, so anything they can get just improves their position a little bit. 
Rob, for Celtic up front, who's it going to be? We were talking about it earlier. Is it a Yeti with Edouard or is there any chance that the, the, the double act will get back together with uh, Edouard and Griffiths? Yeah, well, with Lee Griffiths, I mean, we've been scratching our heads all season, haven't we, about what's happening with him and would he play, will he start, would he come in? It's just, it's all kind of fizzled out horribly for, for Lee Griffiths this season. Um, I'm not so sure. I think I think Tom Rogic uh, could come back into the team. I can see that happening uh, tonight because he was, he was on the bench against Aberdeen and he's been really impressive for them in recent times. I like uh, I like Rogic and Christie in the same Celtic team, and of course with with the creative talents of of Turnbull in there as well. I mean, and Edward ahead of them. I mean, that that's some that's some attacking foursome, and you know, so you, you see Celtic scoring tonight as well. I think I think they're going to be I think they're going to be going to be goals either way in this game tonight. So Barry, what do you reckon? It's going to happen tonight. What's your scoreline or, or your prediction? I think it'll be a close one, but I think uh, Celtic will edge it by a goal. I think it'll be two-one Celtic. Edward, is it or Christie? Just trying to. Well, Edward's yep. in uh, great form just now, mm. uh, so I think Edward and David Turnbull. There you go, Turnbull. Yeah, Rob, we'll get yours in a moment. The two side. What do you reckon? I agree with Rob. I like. I think Rodrick's, um really, really came on a game in terms of. Well, always knew he was very good on the ball but I think he's up to his work in, it in terms of going winning the ball back I think if you're going to play on that right hand side of the diamond you need to have that and I, and I think he's improved on that I think he'll play there I think Christie will go up front uh, and I think Celtic will be I think Celtic will be comfortable I think Celtic will win 2-0 I think Christie will get down the sides of Ross County uh, like Rob says Ross County didn't uh, defend set pieces particularly well and I think that's where Celtic could get some joy with Turnbull's delivery They're missing pieces. a few players as well Ross County I think mm. Ian Vigers our yep. captain he's a big player for Ross County it goes through him yep. Fergie doesn't it yep, he's, play out, yeah. yep, he's suspended as, as Rob's just says there and he's, he's important that experience that he brings in there and that's the reason why I think Celtic will just edge it tonight and Rob what do you reckon I'm going to go for a crazy 2-2 uh, wow. prediction uh, just have a wee feeling uh, that Ross County might get something out of this um but I, I just wanted to, and I think I think David Turnbull will score tonight for Celtic. And I wanted to ask Barry and Sai a question here: If you were picking your Scotland team for the first European Championship game right now, would David Turnbull not just be in the squad, but would he be in the team? I think I think I'd have him in my team for the European Championships. If he keeps playing like he is, I think he will be in the, the team anyway. Would you two have him in the team? You know, if we were picking it right now, Rob. I- I've got to agree with you I would have him in the squad And the way that he's he's Obviously performed Over the last um, Weeks he, For me He's got to be in the team as well mm. that, That's how That's how good I, I think I, I think in time Celtic will I've got to Sorry should I say Build the team round about him And I think he's a future Starter for Scotland And I think he'll be in The Euro squad That's mm. how How uh, highly I rate him I don't think he'll start just purely because I don't think Scotland are a team that dominate the ball. I think a big part of a number 10 in, in a Steve Clark team has to be good defensively. Uh, and I think Ryan Christie gives you more defensively in that number 10 role than what David Turnbull does. I think once he improves on that, he'll be a regular for Scotland for years to come. But I just think at this moment in time, the style of play that Steve Clark has and how Scotland will play at these tournaments, I think he'll be a guy that comes on for the last 20, 30 it, minutes. You can't leave him out of the squad. No. If he keeps performing, yep. he, for me... He's a certainty to be in the squad. Mm-hmm. 
If Scotland get a, if Scotland develop a style of play where they are dominating the ball, then I don't think there's a better option at number ten than David Turnbull. But I think if you are going to be a team that's going to be hard to beat, I think guys like Ryan Fraser and, and Ryan Christie might be a better option because of their defensive qualities. Rob, you'll be doing the match tonight, and you're on in Tuesday night here and go with uh, a legend, Stephen Cragen, you and John Hartson. Yeah, looking forward to having uh, Big Bad John uh, alongside again. I, I worked, uh, I worked uh, for a, a fair few years with John on uh, Satanta when Satanta were doing Scottish football. He, he was quite often in the studio, uh, quite often it was uh, John Hartson and Terry Butcher together. They were quite a quite yep. a comedy mm-hmm. comedy partnership. But, but John, I mean John's CP is incredible, isn't it? The club, the clubs he's played for, more than a hundred goals for Celtic. Um, yeah, it'll be. It'll be good to have him uh, as part of the team. Looking forward to uh, getting a word in edgeways with him on Tuesday. <laughs> and Stephen Craigan and you. Rob, thanks a lot. Enjoy the match tonight. Thanks a lot, guys. All the best. Cheers, Rob. Cheers, Rob. We're back after this. The Bull Radio Football Show. Let's go. We're just chatting there off air about Rob round the country and uh, the miles that he puts in. He was a Queen of the South a week past Friday, Aberdeen then on the Saturday. Uh, he was at Celtic Aberdeen during the week and he's up at Dingwall for Ross County against Celtic tonight. That match is at 7.30. I see Stephen Gerrard there on Rangers TV. He looked uh, smiling at the beginning, being interviewed by Emma, as well he would be because Rangers winning 4-1 this afternoon. Yeah, he's got. you've got to be happy with that. Look, Paul, I know what it's like. I was lucky enough to play in Europe for Rangers during the week. I know how how hard it was to to try and get up to the, the kind of same yep. levels um, three days later. It is tough. Um, so you've got to give the Rangers team credit. I know it was a slow start the first half hour, um, but once they got that first goal, um, they were in complete control of it and they deserved it. So the manager will be delighted with it. Now it's about, again, the players just making sure they recover, right? Because they've gotten three days... Again, they've got another big European night. He makes sure they get into that that last sixteen. Man of the match for you was it Aribo? Yeah, he, definitely. He, yeah, Aribo. Was yep. yeah, I said I've said earlier on that when the team's not playing well, it's up to an individual to go and take the game by the scruff of the neck and go and produce a performance. And I thought Aribo done that when Rangers weren't at the best the first thirty minutes. It was Aribo who was who was wanting the ball under pressure, taking it, driving, with, looking to set people up, looking to get shots away on goal. Um, and great, great, great goal also sets up Hadji's goal. So, big performance for Joe Rebo, and that's why we're maybe a bit critical on here in terms of doing more with goals and assists because he's got that in his locker. I thought he was, I thought he was very see, good. See the reason we're like that is because you see so much in him. Yeah, I think there's so much more to come out of him. He can bring um, a lot more to the the table because he he's got fantastic ability, mm. as you says, and I just think he's a better performer when he's in the central area. Yeah. When he goes out and plays on the right side, he still does a real good job for Rangers. But I like him when he's in that central area. That's probably why he is maybe a wee bit inconsistent, Fergie, because he is yep. switching between formations. You know, just as a player, I used to hate. I used to get shoved out wide right, and I hated it. Aye. And yeah. it's hard to get in a rhythm when one week you're playing centre mid and you're, you're maybe getting in a flow and how, how the team plays and then you're you're asked to go and play on the right. So, but again, he's uh, he, I think he's been very good this year for yeah, Rangers. Yeah, he, he was a standout performer along with Alan McGregor. Um, he, he pulled off some some ec- excellent saves, but I just liked his all round play the the day. He was he was really um, mobile. Um, he was on the front foot for the word going. He was the one that, that drove Rangers on and. And he capped off a, a fine performance with a, a top-class goal. I thought his finish was was um, excellent. Goalkeeper had no chance. Mm. You think uh, Balligan was all right, right back? 
Yep, I would have been happy enough, enough for that. Yep. Yeah. I, I, I don't know whether the managers... I think if a right player becomes available, but you know what it's like—the loan market. Mm. You're get, if you're going and bringing players in, somebody that's not playing fair. Somebody that's not yeah. playing. Somebody he needs to play catch up. Rangers need players to come in and hit the ground running, and I just think that's the reason why I don't think he, he will go into the transfer market. You never know, but I thought Balogun again was um, steady mm. at, at right back, and I wouldn't have any problems um, seeing him continue there until. Tavernier comes back I don't know We've not had any word How long Tavernier's going about mm-hmm. the, the scan I know happened In uh, Friday afternoon So They'll be awaiting Their results And if it's 10 to 14 days uh, I don't see him Going out and, and Signing anyone You're spot on though Because of what Rangers expect For a fullback In terms of The work you need to do Up and down the pitch yep. If you've not played football For the last 3 or 4 months It's near on impossible To come in and, and Hit that level of performance That, that guys like Tavernier and Barisic Put in Balogun was speaking the other night about playing right back. The last game I started at right back was against Sheffield Wednesday with Brighton. In terms of high profile game, probably I would say Bayern Munich back then in the Bundesliga. And I heard him talking about, you know, bombing up and down the way that uh, you would have to at Rangers. And he is, what, 33, 34? Yeah, but he's a fit. Oh, fit as a fiddle, yeah. Yeah, There's no doubt about that. I've seen where, I know he's played at centre-back, but every time he's come in and played Mm -hmm. centre-back for Rangers, he's he's been excellent in terms of his recovery. His recovery runs in terms of his pace is excellent. And again, Thursday night, I thought he'd done a fine job. And today... As I, I mentioned, the, the word I would probably describe his performance was steady. Mm-hmm. He, he doesn't give you what Tavernier does going forward, but even the day, you know, if you think of the chances at Dundee United, no many came from Balogun's side. You know, he, defensively he's good, and, and that, that's what he's there today is defend. You know, his man never went by him many times a day. The chances at Dundee United did get were through the middle or from Barisic's side on the on the on the left. So, yeah, Balogun maybe doesn't give you that threat that Tavernier does going forward, but he defends well, and that and that's what you're there to do. He's only 32 actually Is he yeah. Balogun? Uh, June I thought that So I don't know why I said he was 33 Yeah he's only 32 years old How will Rangers set up then for Thursday? They're 4-3 ahead Barry? They'll just play the way they've played all season Paul. Yep. I don't change. see any reason yep. why he, he needs to change Because it's been so successful um, Just the, the thing is What is going to be the, the start of 11? I've seen Ryan Jack limp off um, after half an hour which is a concern because he, he was out for seven weeks um, and as I said he's he's a very important player uh, for Steven Gerrard uh, so it'll be interesting again Kamara come on and I thought again performed really well mm. Steven Davis was his, his usual he managed to bring him off for half an hour to go um, keep him fresh because he'll be so important the game's ahead um, but that's the what that's the reason why you you build a big squad, Paul. Again, it's that Arebo thing. You know, he's went and been outstanding today playing that central role. Do you then go and put him out on the right and say go and do a shift on the right for us after he's just performed like that? But the way they've played in Europe, I'd expect Kamara and Arfield to go and play in the middle with with Davis and I think Arebo will get moved out to the right. So it's a different role again for Arebo on, on Thursday night. I think it'll he be still a, does a good job. Yeah, there, when he's there, there, yeah. There's no doubt. I just think he brings a lot more to the team when he plays in that central role. He's yeah. a lot more involved in the game, Fergie, when he's in that central right. role, isn't he? And his feet he, he, very skillful. Um left or right, you're not you're not sure what side he's going to dip that shoulder and go. Um but that I was really impressed with him the day. But if he goes to the right side, 
he's always done a real good job there. All right, Rangers fans, how much are you looking forward to it? Give us a call. 08 08 17 17 700. Half an hour or so to go with Barry and Sai. We've got some messages coming in on the socials. Um, friend of mine, James from Cafe Cala in Glasgow in West George Street. Nice. Just been a wee while, isn't it, since we've all been in town. Um, he says, I have never seen a risotto pie He's a great chef, but leave it with me. So he's going to do a special risotto pie for Rob and just saying hope everyone is well. It's a great place. Often would go in there for breakfast, some porridge at eight in the morning. Fantastic. Uh, before work, in the days when we were working in town. So James, great to hear you. Hope you're all well. Not Suzanne, a risotto pie. Yeah. Tell Sandra, risotto yeah, pie. risotto pie. You see, Sai and Barry and myself, we're not that crazy on it. Are we? I'll I do love risotto. If he's yeah. wanting to go and, and, and make one. He's going to make one, yeah. I do like risotto. Mm. Um, and a pie. Uh, let's try it. Yeah. Well, what's your favourite result? It's got chicken and mushroom. I'm not a mushroom fan. No. A spa- chicken asparagus, isn't it? Oh, Aye. no, no. I'm from Blantyre. Bl- yeah. <laughs> Good lunch, your taste. Yeah. Uh-huh. What are you sticking at it? Like? What's no, that? I, beans and sausages? No, no, no. Kind of beat Heinz beans and sausages. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for the pies this afternoon. No they were problem. brilliant. No problem. Probably enjoyed them yeah, well, at nice. half time. We didn't have the Bovro, but uh, thanks for that. I should have was meant to bring a Bovro in, but. Oh, he's brought us some great pies as well. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, James. I hope everyone is staying safe, staying well. Strange times. Most people working from home. I know loads of people are making the switch to the Go Radio football show and indeed Go Radio Crofty in the morning with Big Grado love the breakfast show yeah Grado's good isn't, isn't it it's yeah. good Grado loves Crofty. a breakfast uh-huh. uh-huh yeah so size him. couldn't imagine yeah <laughs> loves a breakfast have you ever seen him wrestle I, I would love to see him wrestle honestly uh-huh. um, no I've not seen him wrestle live I've seen him obviously on um, the internet um, yeah. but I don't, I don't think he's wrestled Lately, now that he's a media, <laughs> I don't think anyone has. You're not. You know. It was that time you wrestled Jason Cummins at the Hibs training ground. Remember that? <laughs> that, was, that was tremendous. Wasn't it? He's, he is, he's brilliant. Scott squad as well, he's isn't he? He's a good yeah. lesson. Yeah, he's very good. So that's tomorrow morning. They'll be here, Crofty and Gradle. Half time down there at the Emirates. Arsenal are a goal down. Raheem Sterling scoring in just two minutes. Earlier today, West Ham beating Spurs in the North London derby, and Leicester beating Aston Villa two one. Rangers winning four one this afternoon. Against Dundee United, we'll hear from Stephen Gerrard shortly. The Bull Radio Football Show. Let's go. Another win for Rangers this afternoon. 4 1 against Dundee United. Rangers fans calling in now 0808 17 17 700. Celtic in action at half past seven this evening. It's a crazy old kick off time, Si, isn't it? Uh, up at Ross County. Yeah, uh, a big game for them. Another game that they need to go and win. Obviously, Rangers have won again, so Celtic need to go and reply. Uh, listen, reply as in sure. obviously not going to win the league back, but in terms of just cutting that gap from now until the end of the season, um, you see Rangers' performance the first 30 minutes. You need to hang on to hope that next Thursday they play another big game. Can they drop points the weekend after? But again, it's all about Celtic and what they do now, and they need to go on a good run and... Um, and, and the game coming up against Rangers is massive for them Paul can mm. they go and show that they've got that that bottle to go and beat Rangers be the first team that, that does it you didn't want to lose 10 in a row with Rangers having an unbeaten season Paul and, and for me Celtic will be the only team that could maybe stop that so it's a big couple of weeks coming up for Celtic Let's hear from Mickey Mellon we'll hear from Stephen Gerrard in a few moments uh, Mickey Mellon after the 4-1 defeat at Ibrox I think I'm standing here and you think that can, you're a bit confused as to why, you know, but like you understand because St Rangers are at the top end of the league for, for a reason. Um, but the goals that we gave away, the chances that we created in the first half, we could have we could have one or two or three real 
good chances. Um, but listen, that's why Rangers are at the top end. They keep going, they keep digging in. We were the better team for the first half an hour. Then the game became even. And then from nowhere, probably need to get bodies out the box to the words of the ball. There's two deflections and, and we find ourselves 2-0 down. But um, no, listen, it's a big step forward for us as a, as a, as a club. We'll hear from Stephen Gerrard in just a moment too. Mickey Mellon, what do you think of what he was saying there at Rangers? He said, I'm a wee bit baffled because they played well, but Rangers played like Rangers then, got the goals. I agree with what he says. I thought the first half hour, Dun United were very good and they, they took the game to, to Rangers. Um, and then after the that initial 30 minute period, um, the, the game became a bit even and Rangers started to get a foothold and they got that vital first goal. And when the first goal went in, um, Dundee United collapsed mm. and that's where I think Mickey's a bit baffled mm. and he'll be disappointed in that but the first half an hour he's got to take a lot of positives um, but the thing that will frustrate him and worry him is when that first goal and mm. three minutes later the second goal went in and then for me the game was finished mm. the second half Rangers were in control of it um, up until they got the fourth goal missed the penalty they became a bit sloppy but that kind of happens when you make so many changes but overall, um, no doubt in my mind, Rangers deserve the three points. Yeah, I think when you're on top, the way Dundee United were in the first 10 minutes, you need to score. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you then give yourself something to play for then. You can change your tactics and go and sit and, and, and make Rangers force force to play through you. Um, but again, I agree with Fergie. I, I think that's a wee insight into how Mickey Mellon's team will play in the future. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a lot of positives for Dundee United fans in terms of if Dundee United go out and play like that, I think they'll win a lot of games next season. If they can get the right personnel and... I a centre half with pace because I think that's where it, you get let down when you're pressing high up the pitch it's the two centre halves lack a bit of pace but one thing another thing you'll need is a, is a leader in there because like Fergie says it was a bit of collapse after the, the second goal particularly went in but Rangers then showed their quality as well and when Rangers do that and they're at top of the game it's hard for other teams in the SPL to contain them Paul I will say believe me when I say this I know Mickey get, I hope he gets the time mm-hmm. um, I, I agree with Sai I think the summer will be big for him and hopefully he's allowed to bring in the players that he he would like to bring in and strengthen them, because um, I think in time he will become a very good Dun United manager. I think they're they're safe this season. They've done what they've had to do is consolidate and stay in the Premier League. Next year, I think their next step is right. Can we break into that top six? And I think Mickey Mellon's a man if he gets the the right backing. But listen, we all know finances. It's, it's tough for a lot of clubs. Dundee United are no different you've seen that the players and the staff have took wage cuts um, so is the the money going to be there to allow Mickey to go and bring in the three or four players that he needs to go and strengthen but I think overall the most important thing for Dundee United this season was staying in the Premier League mm-hmm. and then I think next season as Sai just says there we've seen a clip in the first half hour how well they pressed how well they, they counteracted um, Rangers and I think in time, as I says, I believe he will be a, a really good Dundee United manager. But I like it's a sign of a good manager as well. I think he's looked at teams that have been successful against Rangers this year and what they've mm-hmm. done in, in, in teams like Hamilton. I know Celtic got beat, but they've done well against Rangers in that game. And he's been brave because you do need to be brave to do it. As I've said, you know, go and play two up and, and try and stop Rangers playing it for the back. It takes bravery to do it. Uh, he's, it's not worked for him today, but as I say, when he gets his own players in and, then he, and he goes and plays like that, I think they'll get a, a lot of results done United. I, I think the thing that will worry him is, is how well they did play and then when the first goal goes in, it's like, listen, sometimes you've just got, it happens, it's mm. football, you just go on mate, continue what you were doing, it was like, they, they kind of felt sorry for themselves and went yeah. into their shell and that's something that I'm sure Mickey will identify and he'll need to try and change. 
Here's Stephen Gerrard after Rangers 4-1 victory. Yeah, really pleased with a lot of our attack and play. Um, I thought we were second best today for the first 15-20 minutes. I thought Dundee started ever so bright, full of energy. And caused us a few issues running from midfield and trying to overload our two centre-backs. But once we worked that out and we started playing with a bit of quality and a bit of style, um, we played ever so well and got ourselves in front by four goals and then the game was over. I think we got a little bit sloppy in terms of our standards, but in the main, on the back of York, it's a fantastic result for us. Is he listening to you, Barry, during the match? He must have the headset on, surely. <laughs> no, listen, I just think when you listen to Stephen Gerrard, he speaks honest um, about uh, the way that he sees a game. And um, it was like that the first 30 minutes. Yep. Dun United did cause Rangers problems, uh, and it took Rangers 30 minutes to sort that problem out. And once they did, they gained a foothold in the game and they got that vital th uh, first goal. And it's always important when you're not playing well and you do get that goal, it gave them a wee spiky energy, Rangers. And as I said, getting that second goal three minutes after the first goal um, kind of killed Dundee United off and then in the second half as I said they, they dominated um, until they, they went the four goals up missed the penalty um, but overall Paul I, I'll keep um, repeating myself after a European game yeah. these are always the toughest you're drained games. aren't you yeah yep, and, and people don't understand mm. it physically mentally and people can say they get looked after and they get a plane back it's only a couple of hours but they put a lot of a lot of energy into that game on Thursday night, and um, after this game today, he'll be absolutely uh, delighted with getting the three points. And again, it's I'm sure the guys will get a, a day or even two days rest mm. to recover and go again because the, the games come thick and fast. Sorry, and that's why I was surprised that with the first thirty minutes, the Rangers were playing to feet, and when Dundee United were pressing them, what they've done well this year, a ton of teams that have done that. But first thirty minutes, they didn't do that as well as they have done in the past. But when that first goal goes, in, goal goes in, you then see Kent running in behind Morelos, running in behind. A rebo started to do it. And Rangers looked look, look, look a totally different team when that happened. It stretched Dundee United, Dundee United had to drop, and then it then gave guys like Stephen Davis time and space to go and dominate the game. And as I say, after the second game, the goal went in, sorry, Rangers controlled the game. And um, there was only going to be one winner. And it couldn't have been more. You know, in the end, I know Dundee United had a lot of chances at the start, but in terms of chances created, they missed a penalty. And um, Morelos has had the header as well. So. At this stage of the season, Paul, Stephen, you had to bite your hand off for a, a result and a performance like that. For sure. Quick break, and then we're back with more of your calls and more from Stephen Gerrard post match next. The Bull Radio Football Show. Let's go. We're going to hear from Stephen Gerrard speaking about the man of the match this afternoon, Joe Rebo. Outstanding. Um, Joe, uh, the first half of the season for Joe with difficulty, he had a four month injury and he had an illness on the back of that injury, so. It took him time getting up to speed. He needed obviously a lot of volume in his legs, training wise and games wise, and now he's back to the real Joe Rebo. And you've seen that today. His power's back, he's bursting past people, he's out playing, and he's a real threat. Whether we play him as a 10 or an 8, he's a big threat, and he's adding goals to his game, which is fantastic to see. Mm. He deserves to get man of the match. Man of the match, Joe Rebo. Ryan Jack had to go off, and we'll find out what the manager's saying. They're probably assessing that injury to Ryan Jack now. Yeah, well, it'll be a concern, it'll be a worry for the manager as I, I says earlier on in the, the show he's, he's became a, a really important player for um, the team mm. so it'll be interesting to see is it a repeat of the injury he was out for for seven weeks or is it a, a new injury but in terms of Arebo means I agreed watching the game when he plays that central area he was he was so dominant today he looked back to his, his best and as the manager says it's took him a bit of time to get up to, to speed but He's um, that was a top performance for him, and that's something that 
I want to see every single week, every time I watch Joe Aribo playing, uh, I see a, a top player in there and he's shown why um, the manager rates him so highly with his performance. I just wanted to, uh, he was saying some interesting off air. You said that after European games, you never felt like you, you, you were at your, ever no, at your I never, best. No, never, um, never felt 100%. Sometimes just had to dig deep Get side, through it, yeah. yep, find um, energy for somewhere. Um, was never at the, the top of my game but you had to make sure that you you done a job and as I say the biggest thing was you, you had to find it within yourself mm. and that was quite a lot of the players and that's something that that Rangers would have to have uh, done today I'm not saying the first half hour was down to that but a, a lot of them looked a wee bit off it mm. which is normal I, I can mm. I can relate to that um, but they found their feet after the first half hour and once they got that, that uh, goal you could see it, it It gave them that bit of energy And they went on They became stronger As the game went on And in the second half They were They were total dominant You can see that In the likes of, I thought Golton and Hollander Particularly They looked a bit slack and sloppy You know you think Golton's played a lot of football Over the past two years He plays every week Every minute um, And he just kind of Got back to that wee that, 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 that thing he had last year Where you thought There was a mistake in him You know he's trying to do things That he's not done all season So that I've no doubt that That's through the the rigours of European football and travelling and playing on the time, the mental, the mental side of things, and that's where guys like Steve Davis and Alan McGregor are so important. Because you see them there at the depot, they calm everyone down. Mm-hmm. When everyone is maybe going through a bad time, Stephen Davis still takes the ball under pressure, mm-hmm. and and having the two guys in the team for games like this after European nights, they've they've been doing that their whole careers, Paul. So they know, they know how uh, to get through games like that. And I, and I thought they two again were massive for Rangers. Yeah, they were. But we've spoke about it. If you watch Rangers, the way they play, they play a high tempo game. It, it, you need a lot of energy to play with Rangers or be in that starting eleven, And that's not just um, domestically, European games, they, they go and play the same way. So at times they're going to be off it a wee bit and that's why I think he makes changes at times and it did affect him the first um, half hour, there's no doubt about that, but they, they showed um, a real togetherness and they, they dug deep and they got that vital goal and as I says, once you get that goal it, it releases you a wee bit it relaxes you a wee bit and as, as Sai just mentioned there the experienced guys who have been over the course before Stephen Davis, mm. Alan <laughs> McGregor they know how to deal with this is new to quite a lot of them yep. but overall as I, I'll keep going back to the manager yep. I'll be absolutely delighted with it Here's the news about Ryan Jack who went off injured We'll have to check that one out uh, we'll book a scan and get Jack out he's, he's felt some tightness in his calf but um, obviously until we get them scan results we won't know the damage that's done in there uh, hopefully he's reported the injury before it's too late And the latest on Roof and Tavernier? Yes we have um, but it's very difficult to put an exact date in terms of return or exact game um, but they'll certainly miss a couple of weeks each um, and then we'll go from there hopefully they can progress really well and we can get them back in two to three weeks So Barry Again yep. to just cut you yep. these guys that I don't want to keep bringing it up, but they've done what they've done. You know, this is when Rangers need them the most. Mm-hmm. This this stage of the season, the business end of the season, boys are picking up injuries, and they guys are sitting in the house. You know, Stephen Gerrard would have loved to give Balogun a wee rest of the ahead of the game Thursday. Probably Barisic as well with Bassi coming, and even Zungu with the likes of Ryan Jack picking up injuries. So, it's a good point. They're running on a thin squad now, Paul. At the time where they probably need their players the most with the, with the big European games coming up, but they've got through it. Injuries this season And I've no doubt they will But it would have been nice For Stephen Gerrard To have the extra three players In his mm-hmm. squad Well that's what they get For being silly yep. mm. They'll be sitting in the house Thinking that they maybe I would have got an opportunity um, But why go and do What you, you you done last Saturday I still don't get it With what's um, happening In the in the world But in terms of Most importantly Kemar Roof and, and Ryan Jack uh, Sorry James Tavernier 
It doesn't look if it's going to be long term he's, he's saying maybe 10 to 14 days Which is, is great news For the, the Rangers fans And great news for the manager Because Two important players When you're going into the the real nitty gritty of the season that they're not going about long term is important. See with Jack in the knee, that usually does happen when you come back to the knee that the bits around your knee that's that's been hurt start to tighten up and thighs and calves. So I think that's maybe expected after you've came back for a big a big uh, injury with yeah. Ryan Jack in his knee. So fingers crossed for him. It's just um, it's just tightness. More from Stephen Gerrard Shortley's post-match interview Rangers winning 4-1 More than comfortable this afternoon Against Dundee United But as the guy said early on uh, There were flashes from Dundee United And you saw the old heads Of Alan McGregor and Stephen Davis Who kind of sorted things out for Rangers the, And the, the hunger, the appetite that they've got Is just it, It's an example to all young players, isn't it? Yeah, but they're, yeah. A, they're a great example yeah. um, Any young, young player Whether that be at Rangers or anywhere else mm. Watch the way that how they perform um, is a, a credit to their, their self. They're so important. You've seen when it was a tough 30 minutes at the start of the game for Rangers, Alan McGregor comes up with, with big moments. And then when Rangers get that, that vital first goal, they're looking for a bit of calmness. And um, Stephen Davis brings that to the team, keeps a hold of the ball, keeps possession, keeps the game flowing. So they're, they're so important, Paul, um, to, to Rangers. And I'll go back and I'm sure the manager's absolutely desperate to get both of them yeah. tied down and um, contracts for next season. Is it, is it with Davis, it wasn't his best game with the, like we've said, a number of Rangers players, but one thing that he did do was the ba- he continues to do the basics well because he doesn't get flustered when he makes a mistake. He still continues to take the ball. And he's always switched on, Paul. You know, a massive bit of point in the game for me was when I think Goldson lost the ball and Dundee United slipped slip somebody in and, and Davis is there you know he's got a clear mind where he reads the game very well he, he doesn't let Dundee United being on top affect him he still makes good decisions on the pitch and they, as I say their types of players are, are massive Coming up at 6 it's the ultimate 80s with John Campbell's great to hear John there Si wasn't it in the background just warming up for the show tonight the 80s do you remember it Si before your time or, you were born in the 80s weren't you the, think, the late 80s yeah. I think that's when I was made the 80s wasn't it so I think yeah. my mum and dad enjoyed these music a wee bit too much Paul <laughs> maybe yeah <laughs> Barry you, you were just a lad for the 80s weren't you no yeah. Yeah, I, was, yeah. Yeah, I was born in 78 Paul yeah. so yeah, I like a wee bit of the 80s mm-hmm. 80s um, what, what's good in the 80s is that like uh, Simon Le Bon or not Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Duran Duran, yeah. Simple Minds, yeah. Oh, is that Duran Duran, yeah. That's what you were talking about, obviously there. Yep. Soft Cell, loads of them in the eighties. Yep. And um, back to the football, it'll swing to Dingwall now, Ross County up against Celtic. Neil Lennon, looking forward to this game. Well, I haven't played for a couple of weeks, you know, and they've um, sort of lost ground on the teams around them. So I'm sure they'll be, you know, highly motivated to get some kind of positive result. Um, and John will want to put his own stamp on things as he as he goes along. They had a good season last year. For whatever reason, they've they've struggled to find the the same sort of form as last year. So yeah, we've just got to look after ourselves and try and keep this run going and keep the wins going and um, keep our performances at a good level. And he's been talking about the player that Sai reckons will score tonight for Celtic, David Turnbull. He's you know done very very well, you know considering it's his first season at a big club. There's room for improvement, no question. You know, he had a long time out with the, the knee injury, but he's come back fantastically well. And yeah, he certainly made a great contribution to Celtic season this year. And, um, you know, we're hoping that will continue to the end of the season. He's a very good footballer. Uh, he's a really good lad as well. So we're delighted with what we're seeing from David. If that's enough for the Euros, then 
we'll be delighted to see that as well. And he was talking about reforms to the Champions League, which two Scottish clubs will be in next year, certainly in the qualifying. You know, you're looking for fairness and you're looking for, you know, <clears throat> competitive edge. And when you've won titles, I think you've earned the right to be, you know, in amongst the top teams. And I think, you know, we suffer for it over the years, the amount of qualifiers that we have to play so early in the season. And, and money dictates that. And that shouldn't be the case. You know, it should be purely based on footballing reasons. And he was asked about the Scottish Cup and would it happen? It's not normal, but it may be the new norm for the short term. We, you know, we've got other things to consider, you know, health-wise and society-wise. And um, if if the games get played this year, great. If not, then we'll just, you know, cross that bridge and we'll come to it. You know, we've been talking about it for weeks. I can't really sort of... Um, you know, comment on it. You know, it'll be up to the associations and the powers that be to make those decisions. But Sai, as the news comes out in the next few days about post-lockdown, how we get things back to nearer normal, people will say what's going to happen to the lower leagues, what's going to happen for the Scottish Cup. Yeah, again, we've not been told much, Paul. You know, you just seem to be, you seem to think you're close to getting back and then an announcement comes out telling you, no, it's been extended. No reason why or telling you this is the plan going forward. It looks like you could be back by then. You could then put a plan in place in terms of a training programme for the boys to, to go away and do so that when we do come back, you know, you can hit the ground running. It might only take two weeks because you can step your the boys' training programme off when, sorry, step their programme up while they're off. Mm-hmm. But just now we don't know. So we don't know whether we should push the boys in terms of training or do you continue to keep doing them in the 5Ks or 10Ks or whatever it is. But there needs to be more information at clubs because we're, we're totally in the dark just now. Barry, have you heard much? Nothing. Nothing. Yep. Nothing. I, I just feel that the lower league clubs, certainly part-time clubs, are just pushed to the side. Mm. It, it's simple as that. I, I would rather just get told one way or another. Exactly. Is it, is it not going to happen? Or is there a slight possibility? Mm. Then you can let the players know, just at this moment in time, I'm trying to keep the, the players kind of focused and, and it's getting to a stage now where... They're asking me, they're coming out, mm. they're running out of contract as well. I've got to be wary of the fact as well. I've got guys, well, virtually my my full squad coming to the end of their contracts in two months' time. How can um, you plan? I know it's so, plan. Yeah. Mm. So I, I, I've got a responsibility, not just for the club, but for my players as well. Um, they might get, be getting offered deals elsewhere. Mm. I can't stop them because yeah. um, they've got to look after number one, and that's what I'll be telling them if they're getting something elsewhere. I can't stand in their way. They've got to think of themselves and their families. Um, so it's difficult times for all the um, the lower league clubs. But if I'm being honest with you, I just want to get told. Yeah. It's that uncertainty it's the worst. Yeah, if, if I'm not going to play, do you know what? I'll be disappointed, but I'll go on with it. As long as I know. Mm. And that, that's the problem that not just myself and my players, mm. Sai, his club, every club at our level, lower level, needs to be told one way or another. And you were undefeated, weren't you? Have you only drawn no, one, one game? One, oh, one, one, sorry. One defeat. One defeat. But so, well, uh, you must be gutted as well. Yeah, but we, we have played 13 games, but there's some players in our, uh, so, sorry, mm. some teams in our league only played eight games, mm. nine games. And I, I don't I, I don't know how we can fit it in. Um, I, I don't get why. Um, I don't get how we can. I, I yeah. think it's, it'll be impossible because your league is meant to finish the second week of April. Mm. Do you think it'll just be voided, Fergie? I, I, I don't know, Sai. Do you know what? I, I'll be disappointed, but I, again, I'll just go back to I just want to get told. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I want to be honest and, yep. and upfront with my players as well. Because mm. um, I'm kind of, I've got nothing to go back to them on. 
They were even talking about an early cutting the, the league down. So you miss five games, the league can't send 23 games. But then how do you decide? So we could be playing the top five teams in the last five games, and Forfar could be playing the bottom yeah. five teams. So mm. how do you work that out? Very difficult. I don't think anyone's been thought through, if I'm being totally honest. We mm. got a questionnaire sent out the other day, actually, but it's probably the sixth questionnaire I've had since lockdown started, and nothing's really came of the questionnaire. So I, I don't know what good Who does that go to? Be. The club management? I think it's PFA. Uh huh. Ah, uh, yeah. You're in the PFA. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm in the PFA. Course, so your yep. PFA rep sent mm. the, the quiz out last week. Right. But I, yep. again, I said about contracts, I'm sure size clubs, when you're at a lower level, it's only a year's contract. Mm. Guys are mm. on. So guys need to know their, their, their future as, as well. Um, it's, it's worrying times, but I, I really don't think they, they care too much about the, the lower league clubs, if I'm no. being honest with you. Let's go back to Rangers win this afternoon, 4-1 against Dundee United. Uh, and the Rangers manager was thinking about and asked about the Dundee United performance. There's had a couple of positive results coming into the game, so we knew they'd certainly play with a back four. And then once we seen Nicky Clark in the team, we expected them to go with two up top and, and Nicky running off the back of Davis. Uh, and that caused us a couple of issues early on. But to be fair to the players, they worked it out before us as a staff in terms of us getting to half time because we wanted to... Um, obviously counter that but listen you've got to give Dundee credit they came there's a big rivalry in the fixture we know that Mickey Mellon's always going to drive his team on they never go away and that's the reason why they were rewarded with a goal we got a little bit sloppy and then um, they scored a good goal but in the main over the course of the 90 minutes we, we obviously deserved our results that result means they stay on 34 points. That's Dundee United. St Mirren on 35 after the draw yesterday. Livy on 40. They picked up one point. Aberdeen on 48 after the win yesterday against Kilmarnock. Hibs on 52 after the two-goal victory over Hamilton. Celtic on 64 playing tonight. And Rangers on 82. Jamie has been on from Kilmarnock saying, what about Kilmarnock? What is happening? And what did Derek McInnes think about Kelly yesterday? Every one of the players that came off the bench seemed to be bigger and bigger and had to deal with that size and physicality and I think maybe we at times we wanted to play a wee bit more in the second half but you know listen it's all about the win we've played better and and, uh, and not one game so three points as I said to you before the, uh, the game started it was so important for us to get back to winning ways back to scoring goals we could have scored more today but one was enough and actually I didn't realise here's Robbie an Aberdeen fan on the line hi Robbie oh hi hi guys alright Robbie yeah. Yeah, we can hear the relief. How are you feeling? Oh, I'm just so glad to finally break that goal duck because it was just embarrassing, really, as an Aberdeen fan to not be hitting the net at all. Yeah. But I am, I am, I am worried that yesterday's result against Kilmarnock does paper over the cracks. Obviously, mm-hmm. with the next game next Saturday away to Celtic Park again, and not too easy of a running. Mm-hmm. I worry. Derek McInnes said in his interview about getting third place. I do worry third place is away from a grasp now. Do you really think so? Yeah, because I mean they've got a great record of coming back. They've, you've got you've been in a terrible run, but the win yesterday. Si, where do you feel? Uh, I feel that when Derek McInnes gets uh, his best eleven on the pitch, Aberdeen could go on a run. I think they could close that gap. I know I know Hibs are playing well just now, but we know that Hibs have got it in them to also go on a bad run. You know. Again, I judge managers. If Derek McInnes had had his best team on the pitch every week this year, I would say it hadn't have been good enough. Mm. But I think he's had to deal with a lot in terms of losing players in terms of the COVID. And there was a stage of the season when he did have a, that 11 on the pitch with Hedges and Wright. I thought Aberdeen played some right good stuff and they were picking up results. I firmly believe that if Derek does find an 11 and a system to pl- how to play it, I think Aberdeen can go on a run. And I think that it'll be closer than people think in terms of finishing third because I think Cam Berry is a, is a massive signing for them. I think Henry will work well with him. 
you know, you think of Lewis Ferguson and McCrory in the middle of the pitch. Hoban, Considine and Taylor at the back, we know that they can play in this league. So mm. I think once Aberdeen do get find a formation to fit these guys into, they can go on a run and pick up pick up wins. Si, you're confident. Barry, what do you think? I think the the result yesterday will kickstart Aberdeen's season, if I'm being honest with you. Mm. I, I say on Friday night that this, all, this is all that, that Derek and his team needed. A, a scrappy three points, and that's what it was yesterday. Um, and as you, you look, I, I think I agree with it. But Sai Callum Henry's not had much of a chance. He's come in, he scored the goal. He, he'll be his confidence will be sky high. I think Cam Berry with another ninety minutes under his belt, um, will be even stronger. And I seen Lewis, my, my nephew, breaking forward, and that's what I want to see mm. Lewis doing, getting into the opposition box and, and having attempts on goal. So he looked, if he was back to his, his best, and McCrory playing beside him, I think allows Lewis to go and do that. So I'm confident that. That this result will, will kickstart uh, kickstart Aberdeen's um, season, and it's going to be a close one. Look, there's mm. only four points behind them. I know Hibs have got a a game in hand, but it, there's still a lot of football to be played, and that will be interesting to see who will finish third. The one thing I do think I think Hibs have got a better squad. You look at Aberdeen's bench yesterday compared to Hibs's. You know Hibs have got Nisbet, Porteous, and Gogic was on the bench yesterday. Yep. So in terms of If Derek McInnes Does get injuries Which we've seen this year I think that's when They will struggle Whereas Hibs If they lose one or two players There's 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 um, able replacements mm-hmm. To come in Paul But they might not like the pressure Robbie that's uh, surely What you've got to look to That, that Hibs maybe crack under Because the, they're not used to being Ahead of Aberdeen Yeah That, that has, hasn't been Common at all Last yep. few seasons So yeah They could crack Under pressure And as you guys are saying I totally agree with Barry Saying about his nephew playing further forward. Mm. I, I've been really impressed with young Dean Campbell, 19 years old. Mm. He's now getting his first consistent run of games in the midfield. And, and maybe he will be crucial. Robbie, sorry, we've run right out of time. That's four hours gone. We're back tomorrow night at five. Celtic playing tonight. Rangers winning 4-1 this afternoon. Thanks, Barry. Thanks, Si. Yes. John Campbell, yes. the yes. ultimate 80s, is coming next. The Bull Radio Football Show. Let's go. Feel the heat of the game, the crunching tackles, the near misses and diving headers. Feel the drive from the sidelines. Feel the passion of your captain. Feel the celebrations. Feel the last-minute heartache and the penalty save that changes everything. Feel the heat of the game from the comfort of your own home with OPC Energy Limited. For more information on heat pump servicing and breakdowns, renewable energy and more, visit opc-ltd.uk